0: Hey guys, welcome to the 12th episode of Movie Podders. Um, as always, it is myself, Brian, and my very good friend, Ryan. How you doing? Hi, not too bad, you? Yeah, I'm pretty good, thanks. Um, ready for a weekend off yourself?
1: Oh, ready for working five days in a row. I know that's probably what the, the norm is for most people, <laughs> but I don't normally work five days in a row, so...
0: Are oh, you so... Uh, sweating a wee bit. Well, I've just worked five days in a row. Now I'm about to join, enjoy, sorry, a Saturday and a Sunday off. Good for you. It is. Um, so, as always, we have to find out if there's anything we've both been to see at the cinema since we last spoke. So, anything for yourself? Or any new movies in general you've, have you seen?
1: Um, no, well, I think the last time we spoke, we'd mentioned about um, The Room. Um, so, I'd seen that. I can't remember if... Since then, if we've um, spoke about the disaster artist,
0: did we mention that? Yeah, I think we touched on that last time. Yeah, so
1: I've seen that. Um, obviously, I think it's fairly obvious, um, but I think we both went and seen it by now. But um, went to the big release of the week. Uh, Ferdinand really enjoyed it. Um, yeah,
0: so, John yeah. Cena really, really delivers a, a masterclass in in how to do voice acting. I feel yeah, excellent.
1: Oh oh, oh. Aye. Hilarious uh, so, <laughs> Um I just fresh off uh, seeing uh, Last Jedi for the second time, so still quite high on that.
0: I too have seen The Last Jedi. I've only seen it once, just now I saw it last night. Um I also went to the cinema on Monday night to see It's a Wonderful Life and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I had a big smile on my face all the way through. I'd never seen it before, so it was a new experience for me. I really, really enjoyed it. Do you remember? I don't know if you remember this. You probably don't because you can't remember anything. But I, was, I did the wee thing on one of the podcasts. I was like, "Hi, Dag," and I wondered where it was from.
2: Uh-huh.
0: It's from "It's a Wonderful Life." So I don't know. How, <laughs> I don't know how I know it, having never seen that film. But it's a bit where he goes up to this. Like he goes up to some sort of like light, and he goes, "I wish for a million dollars." And then he he pulls it down and a wee flame comes on and then he goes hot dog. <laughs> but he does it a couple of times throughout the movie. And so I just that moment in particular uh, really made me smile.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm one of these people. I don't. I'm not a fan of. It's a Wonderful Life. Um, I've seen it once when I was younger, and I don't know. It's probably just because I watched it when I was young. But uh, black and white movies, I'm not such a fan of. So,
0: nah. I really too, too
1: much a good feeling about it, Brian. Like I need guns in my films.
0: <laughs> it's so good that I, I like. I genuinely loved it. Uh, and in terms of the, the Last Jedi, I guess people would be interested to know that. I like. I I love the Last Jedi. It's certainly not perfect. There are some for me minor issues. I, f- I know some people have bigger issues with it, but for myself, minor issues. But some of the best. Um, would we call them set pieces? Like. Cin- yeah. cinemator- cinematography at times is outstanding in the film and I think the st- the, the main story that runs through through it is, is fantastic as well. Maybe the best in terms of that one storyline I think it's maybe the, the other storylines that let it down a wee bit mm-hmm. I would agree um, although I don't have as strong a feeling towards those other storylines as you do
1: yeah yeah, there's, there's, we've spoke about it, and like as I say, there was just there's a, an element to the film that I didn't enjoy, and I would just be I was generally a bit bored, like on both viewings from it. So, um, but otherwise, I would say the same as you. I loved it. Um, one of my it would just in our like top um, ten of the year recently, and it probably would make be high up in that list in my top yeah. ten of the year. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, loved it.
0: Um, and we will be doing a, we, hopefully, we can't guarantee you, but it, but as long as we're both free at some point one evening next week, we will be doing a, a Last Jedi spoiler review. Um, I need to see it again, I'm going to see it again tomorrow, so uh, looking forward to that. Um, but let's get right in about it, let's get let's go on with the trailers. What you got for us, Ryan? Okay.
1: Uh, So the first one is uh, You Were Never Really Here, that's directed by Lynne Ramsey, Um, she's also of We Need To Talk About Kevin, Um, so it's about a person called Joe, Um, so Joe has witnessed things that um, cannot be erased, a former FBI agent and Marine, his abusive childhood has left him damaged beyond repair, so he hides away, earning a living, rescuing girls who have been kidnapped into the sex trade. Now he's been hired to save the daughter of a New York senator held captive in a Manhattan brothel, but he's stumbled into a dangerous web of conspiracy and he's about to pay the price. Uh, so this is starring in Phoenix, Ekaterina, Ekaterina Samsonov, um, Alex Manette, um, John Dolman. John and Judith Roberts. See, a nice sweet easy name at the end. Um, good, good old Brian, Judith. what did you think of this
0: trailer? Um I thought it looked incredibly intense. Um Joaquin Phoenix looks looks really good in it. Um It's quite good to see like the first thing I ever saw Waking Phoenix in was Gladiator and it's kind of this pathetic um I don't know. Excuse for a, a human in the terms of his needed, his need to be loved and and all the rest of it and and then he's now he's playing this completely ruthless, like probably looks like he's he can't be loved anymore or he can't love anymore kind of guy. Um, he looks great. I, I kind of like the obviously it's it has a taken feel to it in the terms of his girl's being kidnapped and he's going to go rescue him, but it also gave me a, a man on fire yeah. kind of vibe um, except a, which is kind of crazy when you think of those two films but even more serious and sort of darker tone than the both of them it looks brutal mm-hmm. um, but I, I'm really intrigued and I, I think wakim Phoenix is, is one of the best actors around yeah I would agree with that what did, um, you, what did you think?
1: Uh, so yeah, I, I was getting real vibes of Man on Fire um, the other one for me that I, I felt it was a bit like or that I was getting that kind of vibe of was um, Leon as well um, so yeah, I, I like the look of this trailer I, as I mentioned to you before, I've not heard it until now so um, yeah I really like the look of what the film's going to be, um, as you mentioned I think Joaquin Phoenix is one of the best actors going about and very underrated just because I think people see him too much as being this whack job kind of guy, but
0: Yeah, um, yeah. I, th- I mean I think he's a bit strange in his personal life maybe and mm-hmm. um, I think he's is he a bit of a method actor, which f they're a bit strange in general, aren't they? Yeah. Um But he he's I mean is there anything he's bad in?
1: I don't think so. Not not that I've seen anyway. I've always no. Anything he's been in I've always enjoyed. And I remember when he was getting tipped for Doctor Strange and I was so excited for it. Like happy or love Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange. But I remember at the time being really excited for, by the thought of him being Doctor Strange and, Yeah. Um But yeah, um I loved the trailer. I thought it was great and look forward to it. Now it'll be a film I'll keep a wee eye on.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um so
1: the second movie then, uh that we'll cover off as Alita Battle Angel, directed by Robert Rodriguez. So he's done many films, um, Spy Kids, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, Sun City, many others. Um, so this is, uh, sorry, Battle Angel uh, Alita uh, tells the story of Alita, an amnesiac female cyborg. Her intact head and chest and suspended animation are found by cyber medic expert, Daisuke Idol in the local dump. Idol manages to revive her and finding she has lost her memory names her Alita after her deceased cat. The rebuilt Alita soon discovers that she remembers the legendary martial art Panzerkunst dangerous name to be saying Um, although she does not recall anything else. Alita uses her Panzerkunst uh, to first become a mercenary hunter warrior killing cyborg animals in the scrapyard, and then as a player in the brutal sport of motorball. So I see starring Rosa Salazar, Christoph Waltz, Jennifer Connelly, Mahersha Ali, Ed Screen, Jackie Errol, Haley, and Keenan Johnson. Brian, tell me,
0: what is your thoughts? First of all, I'm buckled over here, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Something i really laughing. Why is that? that? Just well first of all I thought it was quite impressive that you did it that in one take. You never had to do it again. Well done. Amazing. Um, that's the magic of editing. Um I just enjoyed your pronunciation of things So that was all. Um but well, anyway kunst. <laughs> kunst, onto the trailer. Uh I'm I'm am I'm very intrigued by this um this uh, film. M- my main issue was it's probably the best CGI I've ever seen in terms of the Elita the character, but her eyes—there's something about they're so big
2: mm-hmm.
0: it throws me off a little bit. Um, I kind of, but I guess intrigue's the best word because it is—it's very much a teaser trailer, and so we, we don't really know the full back backstory. Um, I want to know what motorball is and Panzer Kunst. Um, <laughs> There is one cool little scene in the trailer where I think it's the guy from Deadpool. What's his name? Ed Yeah, where he grabs her by the throat, mm-hmm. and then she just sort of switches around and smashes his head through a table. Um, she's she's obviously some sort of amazing. I think she what she called a a hunter warrior. Yeah.
1: Um.
0: Yeah, intrigued. My only problem with it is that. There's a bit of whitewashing going on mm-hmm. in this. It's a manga, um, comic book, or and even just the name. What what Izuku Ido and Christoph Waltz is, is playing them.
2: Yeah,
0: I, and I just I I don't know. I, I I'm not I'm not a big fan of that. It Doesn't put me off movies. I'll still go and see it out once I once I'm there. If it's good, it's good. But I just think that's a bit of a a bad move, maybe. Um, very interested, because obviously James Cameron was wanting to do this for ages. Oh, was he? Yeah, I think this is what... I think, had it not been for Avatar, all the Avatar films that he's doing, what, is about 15,000 or something like that? Um, we would get... I think James Cameron would be directing this. Um, so I, I think he'll have a hand in the special effects. The special effects look really good. Just a couple of times, I was just a bit... They're just a bit off for me.
1: Mm-hmm. What about you? Uh, yeah, I would probably say intrigued as well as to sum up how I feel about it. Um, I think it's one of these films that could go either way. It could end up being a pale of shite or it could be really good. It just really... Like go to the Shell
0: for... I mean sorry to butt in but I know a lot of people are, are familiar, with Go- were familiar with Ghost in the Shell and a lot of people are there's someone at my work who's familiar with uh, Battle Angel or Elite Battle Angel familiar with these already and so I'm sure they're really excited or disappointed depending on how how close this looks to the original but Ghost in the Shell certainly intrigued everyone who's sort of interested in sci-fi or superheroes or fantasy but then they never really pulled it off Mhm. Sorry, you can you can talk again. That's all
1: right. I I think the problem with Ghost in the Shell, from what I never saw the film, so I can't really say. But I, I think it just seemed like it was a kind of ripping on um, Blade Runner a wee bit too much from what I saw. And yeah, anyway, that's by the bye. Uh I I I don't know. As I say, I think it has go one way or another. Uh, or another. It just really depends. And and um what what how the next trailer looks, I suppose. I'm not too sure how I feel about the CGI. Like I think it's it's obviously intentional that the, the character's yeah. eyes are bigger and everything like that. Um and I don't know if it's maybe because of the whole like uncanny valley stuff that they don't want to try and make it seem like they're they're trying to make like a an exact copy of a person or whatever. Like yeah, that, maybe I don't know. So um I've been again I'd like to see what the second trailer's got to say about it before I say it's a film I would want to go and see it at the moment. It's probably something I would catch if there was nothing else on. Um, I think a lot of the time when we watch trailers, I try and think to myself like, would Sarah? And I imagine you probably do the same. Like, if you think like, if Amelia would want to see this as well, like, I think would Sarah be interested in seeing this? And I don't think this is something she would be interested in at all. I think it doesn't look like her type of film. So I feel like it might talk like there might be a lot of people like that that just will look at it will be like, no, it just looks like a. CGI character running about, so, aye, I'll see how it goes. Whether or not went, we'll yeah,
0: it. it's a, it's a good point because it's because the thing that the thing that Ghost in the Shell had was Scarlett Johansson, aye, very like her face was all over that, and so you've got your your list superstar to sort of drag people into the cinema, but this is very much like an Avatar situation
2: mm-hmm.
0: where. It could be fantastic. It could be a great story, and and we all, most people like seeing big special effects movies on a big screen. It's always better. But who's 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 pulling you into the movie? Like this
1: is probably the only big. Oh, I but it's but not but, he,
0: but they're not. They're not leads, though. Yeah, and even in this, they're not leads either.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so, uh, yeah, I think you're right. Like in terms of not, I don't I mean. I don't know, normally think about if Amelia would would when I'm watching a trailer if Amelia would like it. I'd you know, always let her know if I think she would, but I, I just think a bit, but on your point there, like would, would Sarah like it? I know Sarah goes and watches more movies than probably the average person, but in terms of the, the average cinema goer, would, is this something that would bring them into the cinema?
2: Right.
0: Based on the first trailer, no. I think you're right. I think it's maybe we're we are heavily influenced by. Well, we go and see everything almost. with it would have to be think a film look like, terrible not to go see it. And also, we're very much interested in that superhero comic book, sci-fi, fantasy world. Yep. So, it's right up our street, sort of thing.
1: Yes, I would agree.
0: Anyway. Just anyway. to sit in silence. We'll just Aye. Contem- <laughs> you're supposed to lead on. Just, con- we'll just contemplate that trailer just a wee bit longer and just.
1: Aye.
0: Uh So, what we'd like you to do now, is just, guys, just now is now just take a minute, and a reflective minute, and really watch the trailer again and just think about how it impacts your life.
1: Yeah, I'll do that.
0: But whilst you're doing that, we'll talk about the next trailer.
1: Aye. Uh, so the next one's probably one of the biggest ones of the week or whenever whatever period of time since we've last spoke. But um, it's for Ready Player One. So this is directed by Steven Spielberg. Directed a few movies that you may have heard of
0: in the past. No, I've never heard of this guy. What's he directed? Uh,
1: So he has directed um, a film called Indie... I know. (laughs) Joe Hones? Uh, So yeah, anyway. Uh, So I... all Spielberg's um, adapting this from the book. Um, I've done a synopsis in the past, but and uh, I struggled with it, so I'll give this one a go as well. Um, so in the year 2045, much of Earth's population centres have become slum-like cities due to overpopulation, pollution, corruption and climate change. To escape their desolation, people engage in the virtual reality world of Oasis – ontologically anthropocentric sensory immersive simulation where they can engage in numerous activities for work, education and entertainment. Wade Watts, played by Ty Sheridan, is a teenager from Columbus, Ohio, who frequents the Oasis and attempts to win Anorak's game, a game created by the recently deceased creator of the Oasis, James Halliday played by Mark Rylance, um, in search of its easter egg. The winner is to be granted full ownership of the Oasis and Halliday's $240 billion fortune. While Wade works with several friends from the Oasis to discover Anorak's treasure, the corporate giant in- Innovative Online Industries employs a number of players to try and discover the treasure first and seize control of Oasis for themselves. Uh, as mentioned, it's starring Ty Sheridan, uh, Mark Rylance, Olivia Cook, and Ben Mendelssohn. Brian, tell me.
0: Tell you, Um First thing, I, the very first thing I noticed, when, and I was actually surprised by, just none of the special effects, and just the, the loads of information that's sort of thrown at you the very first thing he says is about how his dad gave him the name Wade Watts, because he thought it sounded like a superhero, like Peter Parker or Bruce Banner. Mm -hmm. And I find that really interesting just because this is a Warner Brothers movie. Mm -hmm. And I want, and so I don't think you will, but it would be, I'd love it if you saw some sort of, like, if they, if you saw like a Millennium Falcon or something like that, and or an X-wing or a Tie Fighter or something or something Marvel related, because it it really surprised me that they used those names. Now, is it because anyone could be called Peter Parker or Bruce Banner? I'm sure there are people with those names now in real
2: life.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, I, I I really like the look of it. I know I think some people have a problem who've, who've read the book with it and how it, it seems to deviate a little bit, which I think it has to. Because um, I don't think you could make a Ready Player One movie um, just one movie if you're following the book, like, 100%. Um looks like characters sort of meet, meet each other before they do in the book as well. Um And I think it's just going to be one of those films, at the very least, if it's not any good, just looking through it to see how many Easter eggs you can. Aye. It's going to be, I mean, whatever record there is for Easter eggs, this is surely going to shatter shatter them.
1: Yeah, you think that.
0: And it's very much like the book. I mean, you've read the book now as well, and I don't, I mean, I'm not sure how much you enjoy it. I love the book, it's one of my favourite books. But one of the best things in it. I, I mean, I, I don't know if you would call them Easter eggs in a book, but it's all the nostalgia stuff in the book. And all the references, and so just seeing all them in the trailers, I really enjoyed that. I thought that was excellent. Mm-hmm. Especially the DeLorean. I know I said that the last time we watched the teaser, but I can't, I can't get enough of the DeLorean. Yeah. What about you?
1: Uh, yeah, um, I thoroughly enjoyed this. So this is the second trailer, Um and it did seem to show you a good wee bit more. You got to see more of the, the actual characters. Yeah, um, and
0: you, you found out what the story was going to be. Not all of it, but you, you, you've got a basic idea of the plot now from this trailer.
1: Yeah. Um. So, yeah, as you say, it's like I've I read the book since we, the first trailer came out and... Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, really good book and good story and everything like that. Um, so I think that's. I think I'm probably one of these people who are maybe not so happy that the story looks like it's going to be a lot different. It's like not even slightly different. It looks like there's going to be a big change in the story in the way of how it's going about. So, um, aye. Um, I like the look of the trailer, and I'm still going to be interested in seeing it and really want to see it. Um. But I just wish the story was maybe more similar to what the book is. But um, I have faith yeah. in old Spielberg. I think he'll still do. I think it's like perfect for him, giving him everything he wants. And she said, "There's going to be so many Easter eggs and stuff in it. Like even there's looks like there's Easter eggs within Easter eggs, like on the DeLorean. Yeah. There's the Knight Rider thing on it, so it's like you've got so many." Yeah, but, comp- but- Competitions,
0: which makes sense, though because that's the world they live in. That you can do that. Aye. Like it's not. It doesn't have to be. It can be like if someone's got the DeLorean as their vehicle in Oasis, they can modify it however they want. Yeah, do you know what I in mean? the
1: book? It's like he's got a Ghostbusters symbol on it or something, isn't he?
0: Yeah, and I sh- like and there's, I mean, it must be must mention almost every cool vehicle from anything Aye. in the in the book as well. um love some, of th- I'm, I'm looking forward to the the big battle in it yep. um, see the bit when Chucky Chucky's in it <laughs> <Aye>. <laughs> I mean I, th- I think it looks great I, I don't have a problem with the story being different, I-, I think there's not always but I think in general you sometimes get two camps when it comes to things being made into movies in terms of people want things to be as true to the book as possible and then there's others who aren't <laughs> as bothered and I would probably be in the latter, just because I I I often quite like it when it deviates from the book or the the source material, because I feel like I've then got two stories, or almost mm-hmm. like an else an else world type kind of thing, and so I, I don't have a problem with that at all. As long as I'm as long as I'm engaged, as long as, I, as, as long as it it still has that I don't really like this language, but essence of what the the book is about. Mm-hmm. I, I'm okay for them to make changes and and uh, yeah, be a little bit liberal with that as well. Fair enough. Um, but there was there's quite a few trailers and the, since we've spoken anyway, um, we never managed to get a podcast out last week. But I just quickly go over the other ones. I don't know if you've seen any of these. Um, there's Maze Runner, The Death Cure, um, Please Stand by Me, um, Seven Days in Entebbe, uh, The Shape of Water International Trailer and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. I assume you've seen the last one there. Aye. Do you want to quickly... also a
1: couple or one other one that stood out for me, which was the Spider-Man one, the
0: animated. Oh yes, forgot all about that. Um, the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Into the Spider-Verse, wasn't it? Um, do you want to talk about a couple of them?
1: Uh, Yeah, well, the only ones I really uh, have seen is the last two, so the Jurassic World one and uh, the Spider-Verse one, so Jurassic World, um, Fallen Kingdom, excited for it, Uh, I've got no real issues with it, I've heard quite a lot of people moaning about it though, like just saying...
0: I never really liked the trailer.
1: Did you not? Um, I had a
0: few problems with it. I, I
1: think... Because like, it looks like, they're, they're, obviously, they're, the story is that they're going back to try and save the dinosaurs and sure. try and get them off the island. Um, that part of it, I'm not so keen on like, in, in that it looks like he's going back to try and save his he's raptor or whatever, but I'm hoping that that's going to be the early seen, part
0: of the film. Have you seen those memes? You know how, like Have you seen Old School? Aye. just so like, you're my boy, Blue.
1: Yeah, And it's I like,
0: know. Will Ferrell, and it's like, you're my girl, Blue. Like... <laughs> Um, I, I I I get I love disclaimer. I love Chris Pratt. Potentially leave my wife for him. Uh, <laughs> I love the guy. But how many times did he do that? Like, I'm the hero stare. Like, with his eyes like closer together and his his jaw clenched. And I was mm-hmm. just like, I, I found it really annoying. Um, I, I don't know. I just maybe, it's just a teaser, so I'm not, I, I'm holding out hope, because Jurassic Park, the, the very first Jurassic Park, is my favourite movie of all time, um, there was one scene that I loved, like, just, just, like, it's a snapshot, and it's like, whatever, I don't know what dinosaur that was, that's kind of going to attack Chris Pratt, and the T-Rex comes in, it's kind of like a callback to the the very first movie, isn't it? Yeah. they're all running away, and, and then it just roars, and then you, you see the volcano in the background, and stuff like that, and just that, like, that shot is just incredible. I really enjoyed that, but I don't know. Like, just them, all the all the dinosaurs jumping into the sea and them and the, that wee ball thing again in the sea. I, I just wasn't I wasn't buying it.
1: Mm. I
0: enjoyed it. Spider Verse. I mean, I, I've said this to you as well. Spider Man into Spider Verse. It was it was really strange animation because there was times that there's a bit where he's he's running through the 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 city and he, he he like jumps off a car and the, the animation looks inc- like on the car itself like like you see the reflection of the the cities and the on the back of the car and it it looks incredible but then when it gets then and he takes his his mask off it looks it looks like after school stuff yeah, and so i'm ah, it's a bit basically like, and even a bit when he's like he's on the he's on the building and he's on his side and he's got like he's he's Air jordans on which look perfect. And then I don't know. I don't know if it's going to jump between animations. I don't know. I find it a bit strange.
1: Yeah, I, I would say the same. There's bits of it that I like to look of, and then other bits not so much. So, um, yeah, uh, but it's interesting to see where we we'll go. Because how, how far in it does it say? I can't even remember if it says in the trailer how far ahead in future or anything. This is
0: um, well, it's into the spider there. So I think it. I think there's maybe going to be multiple universes. I think Peter Parker's going to be in this. I think so. Yeah. Does he not
1: go and visit a grave that says Peter Parker on it or something?
0: Yeah, but Gwen Stacy's in in all the Spider-Verse stuff and obviously she in the comics she died well she died in the movies as well like when uh, quite early on in the Spider-Man run at least in in the longevity of it all, and so there's there's multiple people who are Sp- Spider Man, Spider Women. Mm-hmm. So I think there's got Spider. That's what Spider Verse says. It it's like there's loads of different Spider Men and Spider Women. So I-, I think Peter Parker will be in this. Okay, but I think Miles Morales will obviously be the main. It- it's his his story arc that will drive the the plot. I think.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I could be completely wrong. I have no... I have nothing to go by. that Peter Parker's going to be in a bad... I do believe he will be. Anyway. Okay. Uh, a couple of news stories this week. Well, there's been loads of news stories and we'll, we'll we'll mention as many as possible, but I'm going to just talk about a couple. There's one that's pretty big. Um, apologies to anyone who's fed up hearing about us talking about superheroes, but I imagine it's going to come up in the next... Um, Kind of goes sec-
1: beyond superheroes, this. Yeah, no, def- one,
0: definitely. But it impacts those things a lot. Um, first one is uh, that we're going to discuss is Quentin Tarantino could be directing the and uh, a Star Trek. I've written Star Wars, but Star Trek movie. Um, it says he wants to do R rated. How do you feel about uh, first of all just a, a Star Trek movie directed by Quentin Tarantino? And if, if he gets it R-rated, do you think that's necessary?
1: Uh, yeah, I like the sound of it, but I don't think it's ever going to happen. Um,
0: they will ever direct it?
1: Yeah, at, or that if he does direct it, it'll be R-rated. No. I don't see any of that happening at all. Um, But I would be interested to see his taking it. I've, I have i didn't see the last one. I didn't see Star Trek Beyond, but oh, I've liked good. all the, the new Star, Star Trek movies, so... Um, I was happy enough to see them keep going the way they were going. But, yeah. Um. If if he just to have a shot at it, then why not? I don't. He's, he's, I've got no reason to say no to that, really.
0: Yeah, I mean, I like the Star Trek so I'm not a Star Trek fan at all, but I like the the last three. The thing I find really interesting is if he does do it. Quentin Tarantino has always said that. Now he's not. He's not come out a hundred percent and said. As far as what I've read anyway, is that once I've done 10 movies, I'm retiring. As, mm-hmm. as far as I understand it, what he said is 10 is a nice round number to retire on. Yeah. And so he's thought about it. He's thought about doing 10 movies and calling it a day. Which would, be, which would be fine. I think it would be our loss. Um, but what's really interesting, he's got the movie coming out next year. Is it next year? 2019? Um, which will be his ninth movie. Um, um and then if he did do Star Trek, that would be his tenth movie. And if he retired on that, that would be really strange because not only is it not it I don't think it would be written by him. It's characters that he hasn't created himself. Or I know he's done other character like real life characters before, but there's always fictional characters thrown in there as well that he's he's come up with. So that would be a really strange movie for him to retire on. Um, I would be really interested to see if Tarantino did, uh, if he did do a Star Trek movie, would he keep it in his style?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Because I don't know how I would definitely go see it. I'd be, I'd be there opening weekend, but I don't know how that would work. I don't think Star Trek should be R-rated either. Yeah. I don't that would be one thing. I wouldn't. I. I don't think. I don't think that would aid it at all. Uh, I'm sure you would get some cool action scenes and and that, but I'm, I'm not sure how that would would benefit benefit that movie.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I think I think probably some of that has came off of the back of the. I don't. I can't remember what the new series is called, but the new Star Trek series on Netflix, and that's more adult. Like there's a lot of swearing and stuff in it, and oh, I think really? it's probably come off of the back of that that. Um, there's been a positive response for that. That they think maybe that's something that would, um, that would work for it. So, uh, yeah, um, it'd be interesting to see. But, um, I, I think it, I think it's something that maybe he would be interested in. Because has he done anything before that's not his own work or
0: no, not something that he's created? So it would be no, like sure. written and directed. Everything. Yeah, so he's never
1: challenged himself with anything like that before, has he? He's he's always had the luxury of Picking what he wants to do to an extent, so yeah, um, yeah, I, I would be interested to see him challenge himself that
0: way. No, that's a good point. Um, cool. Um, so Disney has bought a Fox. Well, they've not bought Fox. That's not entirely true. They've they've acquired the rights to the movies, TV, Sky, pretty much the movies and TV side of things. Fox is still Fox News, Fox Sports all the rest of it sort of stuff uh, but massive massive news uh, um, in the entertainment world um, well first of all what are your initial thoughts of, of Disney buying Fox in terms of uh, do you see it as a negative or a positive
1: uh, I don't know I'm on the fence with it um, I probably by and large I would say I'm happy about it um, but i think it is something that's potentially dangerous to like the whole movie industry um just taking away a large part of competition like that yeah um but obviously it's, it's hard not to be excited to the fact that you're, you've got marvel with fantastic four and x men back and um having control over all that they've shown already with star wars that they can take over like an established franchise and yeah reinvigorate it so uh, I've got faith in Disney to to do a good job of it, but I just don't want it to impact in a negative way that we're going to get less films or less creative um influences out there. Um, so I am kind of on the fence with, it, but so, but I, yeah, I, but by and large, I think I'm happy with it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I would agree. I I, I think I I read some for somewhere by saying like. This is a win for Marvel fans. Like the Marvel fans are the people who win the most from it because uh, Igar is Igar. Yeah, he's come out and said already that X Men and Fantastic Four will join the MCU, as will Deadpool, and he said that Deadpool will remain R rated.
1: Oh, well, that's, good. that's
0: yeah. good. Um I, I really hope Kev, Obviously, when it comes down to Kevin Feige, I hope Kevin Feige keeps Ryan Reynolds. Obviously. Faggy get rid of Andrew Garfield and I don't know so much get rid of him, but it was always going to be a new. It's always going to be a new characters. So I think whoever's playing the the X Men that we've seen on screen in terms of like Jennifer Lawrence, James McAvoy, or them, them, I think they'll all go they'll all be gone.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But I think Ryan Reynolds could stay because of the character that he is. Yeah, not because not of how key. not because of how good he is, but because of. How that character breaks the fourth wall all the time, and so th-
1: oh, sorry when
0: you. Go. Just is so self- these characters are so self aware, so it would work. Like no one would be like, like no one would think it would strange or anything like that. It would it would work fine. because they would because obviously the argument with Andrew Garfield was, well, if he's in the MCU now, what was to do with the two movies before, and why wasn't anything mentioned? In those movies about Tony Stark or blah blah blah, whereas Ryan Reynolds, like th- it could be like the first joke he makes in Deadpool three, or X Force or whatever.
1: Yeah, he's already started like doing stuff with that. And like on, his Twitter with that yeah, picture with getting flung at Disneyland. So he's already like on that kind of that train. Whereas none of the other characters out there have that kind of luxury of. Be able to play that kind of card. Can you imagine
0: like Ryan Reynolds, like Deadpool with like the, the Hulk or something like that?
1: Yeah.
0: It'd be so, so good. And, and, and that side of things, I'm, I'm like I excited. Yeah, I get, I get why people are upset. They're well, not upset, but people are nervous in terms of. It's pretty scary, one company having a big monopoly and in terms of that competition thing. And I, in terms of there being less movies, I'm not ter- terribly worried about that because. They're they're going to have Fox the the Fox Studios, so they they've just got another plot now to do make movies, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. So if anything, this this is obviously just gives them the platform to make more movies. Now there might be a slight drop in movies that I I think there will be a slight drop in superhero movies, which will annoy people like me because I want as many as possible. But I think it will please actually a lot of people. If it was a little bit more diluted in terms of how many they were getting.
1: Yeah, and it's probably more likely that we're going to get some better quality movies now as well, so it may get less, but the quality of the ones we get will be a bit better. Um, Yeah, like, I I don't, Disney are not stupid, and I don't think that they're daft enough to, like, start chucking away, like, a lot of stuff that that works and that people want. So, like, like say, Ryan Reynolds, I was saying that. Last night, that I, I don't think that they're going to be daft enough to throw away something that's yeah so unique.
0: I think as like well. That. I think, I mean, I don't know. There's obviously smarter people than me at the head of Disney, but if if it was me and I was on Disney, things like X Men, Fantastic Four, I would just put them under the Disney Marvel banner, MCU, and all the rest of it. But see, all your things like War of the Planet Apes, and all that the rest of it, I would just I would just have the Fox logo in front of all that. Aye. And then, because even if it's if it's edgy or if it's it's art rated or whatever, if it, it doesn't do so well, yeah, most people will know that it's Disney, really. But they won't; it won't tarnish the Disney brand.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you can, and then you can keep your, you can keep it separate in terms of his Disney. All Disney films are the same, aren't they? Whether they're live action or not, the same. But Disney make very specific. Kind of movies, so much so that some of the darker movies are the superhero films, which aren't that dark and yeah. don't lean towards this kind of movies that that Fox will give us, like a Logan or, or War of the Planet of the Apes. Um, was Blade Runner Fox?
1: No, they are um, Sony, Warner Brothers. I think.
0: Was oh, it? I think uh, so. I'm pretty sure. But, but but just that style of movie in general. That's that's going to have bad language in it and violence and, and all the rest of it. Is, I think that would be the ideal scenario for them to, mm-hmm. to keep, to protect their little Disney brand.
1: It's interesting as well, some of the other stuff that goes with it. So, like, you've got Avatar is now Disney. That's oh, part wow. of it. the The Simpsons, like, I know that's TV, but The Simpsons is now Disney. Like, yeah. it's crazy some of the stuff that what is moving the- over and now being part of... Um
0: what well, I was thinking as well though, like it would be cool. Like it I, I would quite like to see maybe if Netflix could get a hold of some of the X Men stuff. Mm-hmm Cause some of that on Netflix I think could be really good, especially if they did an X Force T V show. I think you could I think that could be pretty decent. I know we're talking yeah. about T V just now, but um yeah, yeah, it's it's quite interesting. I mean, I wonder what's going to happen to people's Sky telly over here.
1: Aye, aye. Yeah, it's, it's probably be interesting to see how it pans out, like as a whole.
0: Probably going to have a lot more Disney films to watch in your Sky Cinema. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, I hope they don't. Avatar I couldn't care less if they get rid of that. What are the Planet of the Apes for me is Is that it is Fox in it? Uh
1: yeah. Aye. yeah, Planet of
0: Apes is they there was talk that Matt Reeves wants to do more, doesn't
1: he? I did spoke about it before, aye. Um, but I don't think there's been any mention of it since like the the last one came out, so I'm not sure how that goes, but yeah, you've got like some big titles like there was the Predators movie, like that's um, now Disney, so Alien and Predator are now Disney characters. Um, you've got things like that. Independence Day was a Fox movie, so if they went Kings, go...
0: yeah Kingsman, Elite, Battle Angels, Fox as well.
1: So th- this was the thing I was thinking a bit though: how does that affect things that have been like green lit for? Well, go ahead. A- do they just apparently, get
0: apparently? Apparently, it's going to take like eighteen months to go through these things. Aye. Uh, it has to go through the government and stuff to make sure it's all legit and, and it can take about 18 months to do all that so there are things that, that will be, I think things that are I think the thing when it will come into things is like things that are maybe a year down the line, are, are, yeah. aren't starting for like another year because um, I know that Deadpool uh, the Phoenix the Jean Grey one what's it called, the Phoenix saga? Dark, Dark Phoenix? Yeah it's all it's all going ahead. So that's that's all fine. Um one thing that people were talking about hoping to get is that the original Star Wars Aye. stuff. The so fanfare. loads of people think that the original Star Wars will get released. I don't think so.
1: I think Lucas has got that. Think so. Sign sealed, yeah. I don't I don't think that's gonna um reappear at all. I think we might get like the fanfare at the start of the film, start like the Fox because that's a uh, like, 'cause I'm reading something today, like John Williams built that built the Star Wars theme tune off of the Fox fanfare, so okay. it's like so important to it. Um so I think we might get that, but I don't I don't think you're ever gonna see Oh really? Uh, look at like drink all like
0: that. I hope he does, because I I think it would be better to have the originals than yeah. Um, oh well. So next, uh, we're going to do the rundown, but just after that, we're going to do movies with friends. Uh, myself and Amelia have done one, and Ryan and Sarah have done one as well. Um, but we'll quickly go through the rundown first, and then we'll 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 play that for you. Uh, I'll go through this as quick as I can. Dex Fletcher is taking over Bohemian Rhapsody after the firing of Brian Singer. Uh, we've had the first images for, for um, X Men Dark Venus, the uh, Black Panther latest poster, typical Marvel fashion, it's just a bunch of heads on a poster. <laughs> uh, the voting for 2018 Empire Awards it opened the other week. Uh, J.K. Rowling addresses Johnny Depp casting. Uh, going to murder this name, but John Scal- Scalzi? Scalzi's, is that right? Ryan, you're not even helping me. You're just letting me struggle. Ah, You let me struggle with all the other ones early on. No, but you're, you're better at reading than me. Um, Aye, is, that name. Anyway, funny. John Scalzi's, whatever he's called, Old, Ma- John. old Man's War novel uh, was bought by Netflix. They're currently developing a film from the first book. Um, oh, New look at the Ocean 8's cast. Uh, James Mangold to direct Ellie Fanning and... In a Patty Hearst film, uh, Rob Marshall's considering the, directing the live-action *The Little Mermaid*. Uh, new images from *The Fantastic Beast*, uh, *Fantastic Beast: The Crimes of Grindelwald*. New poster for *New Mutants*. Uh, Kurt Russell has been cast as Santa in a Netflix original. Um, we also have Old Woody Harrelson being cast in *Venom* as well. Anything that jumps out to you there, Ryan?
1: Yeah, I'll just quickly uh, mention the ones that most interest to me. So uh, the last one that you mentioned is probably the one that stands out for me just because I love Woody Harrelson um, and I'm really looking forward to this Venom movie. So, um, yeah, interested by that, um, that appointment uh, for that movie. Uh, but I also like the look of the... It's, it's, not much of a poster, but just the Ocean's 8 um, poster, just because I've not seen or heard anything for that since it was announced, like, ages ago, so um quite like getting a wee look at that. Um, and actually, the uh, Little Mermaid as well. I'm quite interested just to hear something about that as well, because was the same thing. I've not heard anything of that since it was announced that we're going ahead with it, so always interested. Is that the Disney one, the mm-hmm. Little Mermaid? Yeah, um, so... Yeah.
0: Um, I think Rob Marshall's Disney's man, isn't he? Is isn't he? He's doing, I, uh, I think he's like a steady ship. So, yeah, what, those are mine. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Ven- uh, Venom with, with Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson, anything, it makes a film better most of the time. It's um, funny you mention Ocean's 8 because, yeah, the po- I get what you're saying about the poster. It's quite a, it's quite a decent poster. It's a wee bit different from the, just the the Black Panther poster that they've—I they, mean, so many movies do this—but just posters of people's faces on it. Yeah. Um, but in general, Ocean's Eight it does not appeal to me at all because. Well, that's not true. That's not fair.
1: Because it's women, Brian. Is that what it is?
0: No, no. But that is—but <laughs> that is part of the problem. Oh. No, not that it's women. I am <laughs> all for an all cast a women's heist movie. Why do it under the banner of the Ocean's films? Aye, I think that you're. I think it's setting them up to fail. Now, I hope I'm wrong. I hope we get a great heist movie. It's funny, it's cool cause the first, especially the first Ocean's film was cool. I thought that was something that was stood out about it. Um, so I hope I hope it's good. But just why not just do another a different movie?
3: Mm-hmm. Rihanna's
0: in it. That puts me off. I don't like Rihanna as an actress, or really as a singer to be fair <laughs> um, but I, I like Sandra Bullock, I think she's good in, um, in general and so it's just, I just feel it's bad and I, I feel like, I, I think George Clooney going to be in the film as well, which I think is a, a mistake um, just because they want to tie it to the oceans so Danny's going to yeah. show up at some point because I, I don't think you saw the Ghostbusters film, did you? Woman. No. I thought it was okay. It, it's not great. I don't. I probably never watch it again in my life. But it it was certainly not as terrible as, as I, I think as some people have said it is. But mm-hmm. one of the biggest problems with it is was all the cast from the previous Ghostbusters showing up.
2: Yeah, I'd it's like,
0: that. it's like they didn't believe in themselves enough, and so Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray. I don't know the guy's name. Sorry, that plays Winston.
1: Well, wow, racist as well.
0: My yeah, God. well that 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 movie's racist. Like <laughs> it totally. Like you, you've got three white women playing scientists, then a black woman whose whose power in the group or advantage of the group is she knows New York. <laughs> she's like she works in a subway and she joins the team, and then she's just a a, a black stereotype that you get in in movies and. Um, that part of it's really poor. Anyway, I just went off on a wee rant now, sorry.
1: Yeah, well, just, like, briefly touching on what you're saying now, like, see with, like, the, the Ocean's 8 stuff, um, I'm just, it was more just interested just the fact that we've actually seen something for this, I totally forgot all about yeah, it, so it was sure more enough. just we'd seen something, but I'd agree with everything you're saying, like, why call it Oceans, like, it's, they're trying to make it about women and obviously strong women and all this type of stuff, but then it's instantly been brought down because it's, oh, this is Danny's sister and it's her gang And I
0: don't know, it feels it's, like it, it's... It's it's not just that, it's the cast as well. like the, it, From my understanding, the most memorable name on the, the Oceans 8 cast is Sandra Bullock, who, who's a, who is who's who you would call an A-list movie star. I'll just try to see who else is on it quickly. Kate Blanchett. No, oh, Kate Blanchett, yeah. Like your Kate Blanchett is on is in it. Um, Anne Hathaway. Is she in it as well?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh maybe fair enough then.
1: Uh, so there's like three or four, there, there is like three or four big names. Oh that's um, good. In it, but I just feel like it's maybe minimizing just... the women a wee bit because they are being associated with the oceans crew and I think you're right in what you say is that they should just do something completely different have nothing to do with the oceans lot, and they, but and they're they also can try set, to
0: use the name and they can set it in Vegas if they want as well like I, 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 there can't be many cities better in the world for a heist movie Aye. than Vegas, So I, I don't even have a problem I just like, it would have been really cool to come up with something brand new with, like, with, with these eight women and like have like, completely new characters whose, whose last name was in the ocean. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hopefully, it, but like I say, like, I mean, we're probably the same in the terms of that like, every movie we go watch, we want to be really good. So, hopefully, hopefully it's excellent. Um, Anything out this week, Ryan, that you can think of?
1: Eh, no. There's what? So, we've had Star Wars and <laughs> then Ferdinand. So, um, I don't know if there's anything out in the the weeks after. I'll just double check it just to see. But I don't know. Do you know of anything else that's coming oh. out? Or Pitch Perfect Three is starts? coming out. What is sorry?
0: Pitch Perfect Three. Oh out, yeah. Pitch Perfect Three. Yeah. Which looks awful. Hmm. Um. I don't know when it's out, but Jumanji's out soon. Oh yeah. Which looks alright.
1: Yeah, was it you told me that there's, the reviews for that has been not too bad?
0: Yeah, I think it's getting reasonably positive um, reviews. Um, let's see if I can find it. Um, uh, my phone's just taking forever, so I don't think we're going to get. 20th of December, it's at Jumanji. Jumanji. Has he got anything about the how well it's doing?
1: Alright, oh, reviews wise, no. no. I've not got nothing. I'm just looking at the Cineworld website. Professional as ever. Well,
0: uh, it's got, got 80, great... it's, it's oh. get 84% from the critics, Jumanji, on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, is it? And only get 37 reviews, so it's not a big... It's not a massive pool of people. But still, so far, I wouldn't have expected it to get that high, with 30, over 30 people haven't seen it.
1: Better than Justice League, is it not? Oh, yeah. So... Yeah. I, I i my hopes and expectations have went up a wee bit since I've heard more positive things about it. So it might be something if I've got the time and if we're looking for something maybe to watch over Christmas or maybe
0: Yeah go and see it. I think if once before it's out I'm sure we'll get about a hundred reviews. And if it's sitting over sixty on Rotten Tomatoes, I think that's a good thing for something like Jumanji. hmm Um yeah, cool. Yeah, so Anyway, guys, we're going to move on to movies uh, with friends. Just now, little disclaimer: my setup at home is not great for doing interviews, and so myself and Amelia, when we had the microphone, the, the wire kept catching on more so me than Amelia. Probably all me, my fault. And so every now and again, you'll hear a bit of distortion with the 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 lead. So I do apologise for that, but I hope you enjoy it. Um, so here you go. So on. Movies with friends. This week, we have my lovely wife, Amelia. How are you doing, Amelia?
4: I'm good, thank you. You You're good?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty good. Thanks. I'm alright. You been up to anything exciting today?
4: Well, I went to mom and dad's house for tea with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was there. <laughs> you were there too.
3: Had chicken pie for tea. Was it good? It was delicious.
4: I
0: quite like talking about food. That's generally what me and Ryan discuss. Really good. Especially if we do an evening podcast, what we've just had for dinner, mm. so that's quite good that you're, you're joining in on that.
3: On the
4: same track. It made it quite easy that you were there as well, though, to be
0: fair. Yeah, but you've kind of ruined the magic of podcasting. We are
4: husband and wife, though, so it is likely we will have had tea together.
0: Not always, though. That's true. Anyway, let's not have a little domestic on, <laughs> on there. Um, so we'll get started right away, so I'm just going to ask you a few questions, movie-related questions, as it's a movie podcast. Um, the first question is, what was the first movie that you saw at the cinema?
4: I tried to think back, and I feel like I probably would have seen something like The Lion King, but I would have been too young to vividly remember it. So I feel like that was probably the first film. But the first one I really remember was Anastasia. Um,
0: Oops, sorry, guys, I'll just had the microphone. There sabotage. You go.
4: <laughs> um, so um, went to see Anastasia, with my cousin Lauren, and I think it was the first film we went to see on our own, I was probably about four or five, she was... On your separate. own, you
0: four, you this. <laughs> Yeah, because, <laughs> let me tell you,
4: my dad and my uncle Gary walked us to the cinema, to the screen, dropped us off, found out what time, and, oh, I hope he does not get in trouble now, but dropped yeah, us off. Social services are going to be coming
0: <laughs> for your dad for something he did 20 years ago.
4: I feel like, maybe I wasn't that young, but that was the film, and we went and saw it on our own, and I think I didn't see the ending, because so I needed the toilet, alone so Lauren had to take it
0: I'm going to say that was your fault because you were two when The Lion King came out.
4: Yeah, but I, I, my mum would have probably taken me. Well, you could uh, take kid, little kids to go see friends. Who
0: takes two-year-olds to the cinema? Lots of people. That's just a waste of money.
4: Well, it was probably about 50p back when I was two. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Amelia's 52 by the way if you don't know. <laughs> Anastasia I've never seen Anastasia.
4: I don't think well I've never rewatched it. Maybe I have. It's just too many other Are you
0: sure films. that's what you went to see in the
4: cinema? 100% is what I went to see. I can picture the movie poster in my head from seeing it on like videos and stuff from then, but definitely what I went to see. I was definitely very young. Um my uncle Gary and my dad went to the pub while we went to the cinema. And then they picked us up when it finished. And we were fine. We survived. We made it. Thankfully.
0: Um, what was the last movie that you saw at the cinema?
4: So the last movie I saw at the cinema was last night. We went to see It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Which was amazing. So I went with you and with Alan. Who's Alan? Oh, he's your brother. My brother. Right, okay. Just to clarify, he's one of the full listeners of the podcast, so I'm sure we'll really hey. appreciate the <laughs> shout out. Less
0: of the digs of the podcast. <laughs> um,
4: um. Yeah, so It's a Wonderful Life. I absolutely loved it.
0: Why did you love it?
4: Because it made my heart happy.
0: Why did it make your heart happy? Just
4: because it was just such a lovely film. It it wasn't what I expected. I kind of knew the premise of what the film was about, and I'd seen like, clips of the ending, various bits and bobs that happen throughout, because so I think it's quite a quotable, yeah. like, old-school film. I think the
0: ending has been on every Christmas movie countdown yeah. that you've ever seen on Channel 5. And
4: even with the moon, with, like, i the lasso around the moon, like, that's been another film's, like, reference. So I, I it's re- in uh, Bruce Almighty. It
0: is in Bruce Almighty. Yeah.
4: It's in something else as
0: well. Well, that's the one that sticks in my head when he yeah. lassos the moon. So, Although he's God, so you'd think he would have the ability to lasso the moon. That's very true. If he
4: wanted to. So, um, it wasn't what I expected, but in a really, really good way. It was like all of his life and kind of building up to the bit that I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Um, But I just walked out of the cinema with a massive smile on my face and it made me really happy. I actually can't wait to see it again already.
0: Yeah, no. For those who don't know, it was the first time I saw it as well last night with my, my wife and my brother, Amelia and my brother, and it was, it was great. Something I never realised about the film is that it was really funny. Yeah. Like I didn't expect it to be really funny and I thought it was I thought it was excellent and yeah, made me really happy. I had a big smile pretty much all the way through the film. And uh, but then someone started cutting onions next to me right at the end. Whatever. And so so they ruined there it. There was away, no but.
4: onions, it was just a tear yeah. I was I was so glad I'd seen it. But I was a little bit annoyed at myself that I've gone through all these years never having watched it. And my mum had been trying to get me to watch it as a kid. I
0: that doesn't Nothing like that bothers me, though, because like, and you always make fun of me when I say this, but I always say, like, if I've seen a film or a TV show and you haven't seen it, I'm like, oh, I'm jealous, and you're like, why? That doesn't make sense. It's like, because you get to watch it for the first time. Because you can't, like, like, you can't experience anything again for the first time. It's always, like, most things are, not all the time, some movies get better the more you watch it, but some things are just amazing the first time you watch it. and like yeah. I feel like Last Night was one of them. Like, I, I, I've not enjoyed a film. Oh, I mean, that's not true. There's so many good films this year, but I don't think I've smiled as much just watching a film all the way through as much yeah. as I did last night.
4: And I feel like I appreciate that film so much more now that I'm into going to the cinema and, and just movies films in general. Yeah. Because I think maybe if I watched it four or five years ago, I probably wouldn't yeah. have had the same appreciation for it that I did last night, but definitely it was amazing. Loved it. Cool. Um, your
0: favourite childhood movie?
4: Right, so, <laughs> alongside any Disney film, but the main one that sticks any in head... Any Disney film? Most Disney films. Not like You the don't one... like
0: Fantasia, do you? It's oh,
4: a bit creepy, that one.
0: Creepy? Yeah. Disney's quite creepy in general. I
4: feel like whoever made that was on drugs. The side. Little
0: Mermaid's pretty creepy.
4: Mm, I could cope with that, though. Alright. I, li- I like the songs. The songs, like, take me away from the creepiness. Alright, okay. Anyway, my favourite childhood film is Annie. But mainly I mean I love the film, I still love the film to this day, but mainly it just reminds me of like watching it with my cousin Lauren and also annoying the hell out of my mum because she absolutely hates it and just constantly like watching it. We'd have the VHS and we'd I'd get to the end and then I'd rewind it all the way to the beginning and I'd just watch it over and over again.
0: Personally I prefer the remake of Annie with Jimmy Fox and Cameron Diaz. No,
4: that one doesn't exist. Let's not pretend you made
0: me go watch that.
4: Yeah, well, <laughs> And you just have to broaden your horizon sometimes.
0: Okay, I'm not sure that works. But what's your favourite song, Annie? Steadier, oh. by the way, when you don't oh, speak. You are. there when you don't speak.
4: I'm just thinking. There's a lot. You know what? My least favourite is tomorrow, which I know is the most popular one. I really like you. Never fully dressed without a smile.
0: Right.
4: And um...
0: how does that go? Oh, I can't, I'm not singing. What's like that?
4: It's not happening. I really like Easy Street but that's the one that the villains sing so probably not on that one. But just great songs just reminds me of being little and I still love it now cool it's on my Amazon wish list for a Blu-ray if anyone wants to get me for Christmas alright
0: hint 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 um, cool what we got next I sat my phone down I don't know why because that's got all the questions on it Um, worst movie you have ever seen
4: Right, I struggled with this question because the worst film I think I've ever seen is the one we watched the other week, a couple weeks ago, with a friend of ours, The Room. Mm, I feel like... I disagree. No, but hear me out. It's the most terrible film ever, but it's so hilarious, it's redeeming. So I decided that I couldn't pick that because... Because you love it. Yeah. It's terrible. It is the worst movie I've ever seen, but I love it. So I just can't pick that. So basically, a film called The Duff... My friend Tom and I went to see it at the cinema. a <laughs> like up the ago. Duff? No, it's not... <laughs> No. So it's like, it's a, I think it's based on a book. It's so stupid. I think it was trying to be like mean girls. I quite like mean oh, girls. I think I
0: know what you're talking. Is it something about ugly or not? Like...
4: Duff stands for designated ugly fat friend.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think But yeah. the girl
4: who plays the Duff isn't ugly. She isn't fat. She's like really nice.
0: No, so what you're saying is, you want either an ugly fat person no. or no? <laughs> I'm
4: just like. I feel a bit hard, I feel sorry for this girl who's been cast as the Duff. But anyway, the film was absolutely ridiculous. Me and my friend went to see it, and we were the only two people on the whole screen. So it was quite good, actually, because then we were just chatting. And then we thought, should we leave? And I thought, no, we'll stick it out to the end to see if it has a redeeming ending. That oh, was terrible. Have
0: you ever left a movie?
4: Mm, no, I don't think I have. No? No, and I probably would be more likely to do so now that I have a cinema card. I think when I when I was paying for my ticket, I'd be like, I've paid for this, I'm gonna see it through. Just yeah. to get my money's worth. Which I suppose is stupid because then No, yeah, you've already paid for it, you might and, as well uh, leave. But I know I've never I've never done that. Nothing's ever offended me that much to uh, to walk out. But who knows?
0: You should do it, it's a good feeling walking out on a film.
4: What if, what if the ending's really good and then I miss out no, ah, no like
0: nonsense I, Nonsense. I was listening to a podcast with Scroobius Pip, for those who don't listen to Scroobius Pip's podcast, Distraction Pieces you should, it's excellent, and he was doing an interview with Lemmy and he was saying how that he will stop watching a movie if by 30 minutes in it's not good, because and I kind of agree with his point, because how many times have you watched a movie that the first half's terrible and the second half's went on to be good Normally if a movie's terrible in the first half, it's terrible in the second half as well. There's very few exceptions that...
4: And what if it's a slow burner?
0: Yeah, but, but slow burners don't, don't aren't necessarily terrible. Like, the, there will be bloods a slow burner, but it's not a bad movie. Mm. It's a hard watch, but it's not a bad movie. So it's a really good movie. And
4: then don't you say the same for TV shows as well? Like yeah, two or three episodes.
0: Two or three episodes, and then... I feel
4: like that's given up too quick. I feel like you need to stick it out for a season. because some... TV shows. Like
0: it? a 22 episode season? I know TV shows aren't Yeah, but that's that. what
4: people say about Breaking Bad. Sorry, I know this is a yeah, movie I keep,
0: podcast. I've, <laughs> and I've gave up on that, I don't know how many times. Anyway. Yeah, we die, got So, it. Duff. The Duff. I'll we'll send that back. I'll not get you for Christmas anymore.
4: Yeah, I don't want that.
0: I've got to be. Okay, so favourite male slash female actor? You can answer for just one of them, or you can give me one for each. Can
4: I have two for each because I was really struggling.
0: Two for each? Go for two it. men and two women. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what i figured. but go for it.
4: Well, just in case. I can't just pick one overall.
0: You give me the two each and I'll tell you which one's better for, for both of them. Oh,
4: I, don't, I don't know. I don't know whether you'll be able to pick.
0: Can I guess them? Okay. I can't think I can guess the females. Jennifer Lawrence.
4: Yeah.
0: Jessica Chastain. Yes. Yeah.
4: yeah.
0: Males. Leo.
4: Hmm.
0: Next one's quite tough. I'll go for McAvoy.
4: No. Oh, I do. Lo- That's a good shout, though. I, know. I do,
0: you do you like McAvoy. McAvoy.
4: How did I forget about him? Who no. is it? Denzel.
0: All right, Denzel's good.
4: Denzel in Fences was like the clincher.
0: Yeah.
4: Um, she's, not think... seen...
0: she's not even seen Trading Day, guys.
4: No, I haven't. I need. To... I think I'm going to go for Jessica Chastain for my female, just because I've seen her in two amazing films this year, and I think she's, like, stepped up the game. And I've not watched Jennifer Lawrence in anything for a little while she had a a, a phase where she was amazing and then Passenger I think was the last thing I saw her in and that was
0: a bit meh she gave a half ass performance in the last X-Men film I've not seen Mother but I've heard she's good in it
4: but she is she is an amazing actress she is good but yeah I'm gonna go for I'll go for Jessica
0: favourite Jessica (laughs) Justine movie
4: oh we'll
0: have to come to that in a bit is that one of your favourite movies
4: maybe who knows who knows
0: What's your favorite Denzel
4: movie? Um, I re- sorry. I'm like thinking aloud. Um, I really liked the one we watched this year. At John Q was
0: it? The one in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, I like John Q. I think it's really good. But did we watch that this year?
4: Was that? Is that? I not think
0: My favorite one. Yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> I just I wouldn't be near my. T- I think it'd be my top three favorite Denzel films.
4: I just really enjoyed it. It's maybe quite, not. Maybe not his favorite. My favorite. It's quite an uplifting his, movie. Sort but of. But it was thing. my favorite film. It was like I really like The Equalizer as well. That was quite. Yeah, amazing. I enjoyed The Equalizer. That was
0: amazing. Have you seen Man on Fire? No. Oh, Man on Fire is a Maybe amazing.
4: like Denzel.
0: Yeah, you need to. You need to watch Man on Fire. You need to watch Trinity. Okay.
4: Well, then we'll decide I'll
0: fix that. Uh, favorite Leo movie?
4: Mm, I guess not this? move Go on.
0: Catch movie can.
4: Yeah, that's my favourite film that he's in. But I think it, my favourite performance of him was in Wolf of Wall Street.
0: No, Good choices. I might as well ask... Well, you have not going to say favourite Jessica say one, but favourite Jennifer Lawrence. I thought she was
4: really good in... Um, Silver his playbook.
0: Yeah. And
4: was what was that film we saw in American Edinburgh. Hustle. No.
0: Joy. Joy? Yeah, she's good in Joy. She's really the best thing... I think she's the best thing in American Hustle as well. Um.
4: That film I was like, I did enjoy.
0: But it didn't really do much of a hustle.
4: <laughs> no, there weren't a lot of hustling going on. But mm. she, she was, I agree, she was the best. She's she in the show She stole the show.
0: Uh, a film you haven't seen, but you've always wanted to see.
4: There's loads of these. <laughs> Even though I do love films now, I feel like I went, a, a lot of growing up, I've missed a lot of movies. So there's a lot of classics that I've not seen, as you know, like some you've just mentioned. I made a little list of things. Like, right, cool. So maybe we can watch these at some point.
0: You actually have a, a actually, little notepad in front of you with yeah, a list of things. Just what
4: well, I didn't want to forget. Well, you so. do
0: more homework than me and Ryan do for, for, for this podcast.
4: Right so always wanted to see films. So Godfather. Right. Because it's a, Everyone says it's a classic.
0: One and two. Yeah.
4: To Kill a Mockingbird. Love the book. I do want to watch the film. See what it's all about. Right. Yeah. Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Forrest Gump. Fight Club. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> Saving Private Ryan, Inception and Gladiator. Ugh. They're all the films that I think I probably should have i get Gladiator on
0: Blu-ray, we could watch it tonight. I'm not watching
4: it tonight. <laughs> but I would like to watch those films. Yeah. And I think there's some that you would want me to watch as well that I've not seen yet.
0: List them off again. <sighs>
4: That's boring for
0: these no, people. No, just, just quickly list them off again. Right.
4: Godfather, Pulp Fiction, Forrest Gump, Fight Club, Saving Private Ryan, Inception, Gladiator.
0: At least two of them are on my top ten. You'd probably have to add Jurassic
4: Park and um, what's that 80s Ghostbusters. Thing?
0: Back yeah. to the Future?
4: Yeah. Yeah. You'd probably add
0: those on. That 80s thing.
4: Yeah, yeah, but you know what I meant then.
0: I did. Um, favourite, uh, favourite scene that you connect to a piece of music?
4: This one's a hard one because... I love musicals, so the second I think of a, a scene with a song in it. So let's
0: let's let's rule out musicals. I'm
4: ruling out musicals. Yeah. Um this year, um Mr. Blue Sky.
0: Oh the, <laughs> the start of Gardens of the Galaxy. Purely
4: because Little Groot is my absolute favourite. Baby Groot is my favourite superhero character.
0: Just Baby Groot.
4: Just yeah, I don't like him when he grows up. Like, I want him to stay baby. You don't like
0: him at all when he grows up? No.
4: I don't like him. He still has
0: that innocent quality. I that... was
4: disappointed because I want him to stay like.
0: Because I think people forever. like him because he's so innocent, but he still has that quality as fully grown root, no, root, I, did... root. <laughs> I guess he has a root though, isn't he? He's just a big root.
4: No, because I did it. I loved the first film, like, and obviously he wasn't a baby in that. But oh, it's just so cute when he's dancing around. So yeah, that one was the one for me.
0: One of my favourites is in that movie as well, but it's Yondu and
4: yeah, I Come a Little well. Bit Closer. That's the one of the scenes of the year for me, I think. Yeah. Of the film. I really enjoyed that. And when I saw it the second time, I was like, oh, it's coming up soon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've lost my questions, two things. Here we go. We didn't ask this to Craig when we did this with Craig, but because it's less than two weeks till Christmas now, mm-hmm. uh, what's your favourite Christmas movie?
4: Um, I would say Home Alone.
0: Good choice. Favorite but... favorite quote from Home Alone. Oh, dear.
4: Oh, dear. You don't have to do an American
0: accent. You can just say it. No,
4: because you can I don't think you can do it without doing the accent. There it's you like, go. Buzz, your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Woof.
0: <laughs> that's a good. That's a good one.
4: I enjoy that. But after seeing that film last night, do you know what? That's that's definitely my top three now.
0: Yeah, I um, Yeah.
4: I don't know whether it's. A cre- I'd probably watch it throughout the year, to be honest. I don't know whether that's still a classic as a full-on Christmas film. It works
0: very well because the very the last sort of ten minutes is very much festive. It gives you a big festive joy. Yeah. It is, so. I guess it works.
4: But yeah, Home Alone, number one. Okay,
0: so you're you can you can do some honourable mentions here before you give them, but your top three movies so far of two thousand seventeen,
4: starting at number three.
0: Yeah, and not movies that you've seen. So, A Wonderful Life, you can't count that. No, no. Beetlejuice, I know you saw the first time this year. You can't, you can't count that. Just things that come out this year. Yeah. So, number
4: three, this is where I struggled, but I picked Miss Sloan. What
0: about your honourable mentions? Oh,
4: like
0: okay. Do them after. Are you Are going to say, I can edit it <laughs> Guys, I cannot edit anything. Cut that bit out! <laughs> Ask me again. No, no, come on.
4: <laughs> oh, I'm, okay, well, we'll roll with it. Cause right, go. Cool. I've, I've gone for number we'll do, three. We'll do your number
0: three, then We'll your honourable mentions, okay. so free Miss Sloan.
4: Miss Sloan. Yeah, because I was struggling to pick between that and um, Molly's game.
0: Oh, the two, Chastain.
4: Yeah, they were three and four, respectively. But I think just her character.
0: She's not Miss Chastain anymore. She's married now, isn't oh, she? Sure, yeah. it's anything. I think she's still called Jessica Chastain, but she's Missy's now. Mrs. J. Yeah.
4: Um, well, I think because Miss Sloan's character was so different. I mean, not that she's like Molly, but she was so badass. Yeah. Like, ruthless, cutthroat, like, didn't care about anybody, would trample over anybody to get, like, to win. And I really.
0: Sorry, guys, I just hit the microphone again. Do you know my favourite thing about you picking Miss Sloan? Because Ryan does all the editing for us, and so he, like, puts everything together. When he hears this for the first time, and you say Miss Sloan, I can just picture him sighing. (laughs) <laughs> like, because 'cause I've not shot up about it recently. So, like, so it. I can just picture them going <sighs> just get and that makes me a wee bit happy. And <laughs> but we've not converted. I've not told you. No, no, not no. We've not. You even hid your notepad from me when I try to yeah. look at it.
4: Spoiler. No, I, I definitely recommend I think it's one of those films that people didn't really go and see. I think it like I was really excited to go and see it. But even though, like out of all my friends who've got cinema cards, there's I've probably got like 10 friends in Sheffield who've got Cinema caught Cards, and I don't think any of them saw it other than us.
0: Yeah, I don't know anyone who, who's been to see it other than us, too. Um,
4: but I absolutely loved it. It was just it was amazing. So fast paced, like, just a great movie.
0: Yeah, and I don't it, know if it's because obviously I watch almost every trailer, and as a result of that, you see a lot of trailers as well, because mm-hmm. I'm always like, watch this, watch this. And so I knew about Miss Sloan coming out, I'm sure we both did, and we were both waiting for it yeah. a little bit not like super excited but we were Looking like once that it. comes out we're going to go watch that but I feel like hardly anyone knew about it at all yeah. um,
4: everyone needs to go and see it who
0: hasn't seen yeah. it so what's your number two movie did you
4: not want my honourable
0: mention no we'll do them after now because yeah, you I mean, you wrecked I mean, it yeah. I do apologise
4: I don't know if you're going to be surprised but my number two if so you
0: can guess get out now split yeah no I don't know
4: Hacksaw Ridge.
0: All right, cool. That was my number one.
4: Now, this isn't normally my kind of film in yeah. terms of war films are for me. However, I just I just thought it was amazing. I thought he was great in it. I forgot what mm-hmm. his name is. Andrew. Andrew Garfield. I thought he was amazing. I thought, actually, Vince Vaughn was good in it. Yeah. Even though I've only ever seen him in play comedies. the same character in every single film I've ever seen him in. You oh, so should
0: watch Shurash about Lost World. He doesn't play his same character in that.
4: Well, everything else I've seen him, he plays the same kind of... Yeah, he plays
0: like a similar... No, he's the kind, he's jokey. not dopey, is he?
4: He's a bit of a, like... He's not dopey, though. Maybe not dopey, but dopey's probably the wrong word. But, like, he's like a jokey...
0: He's more of the straight guy in the, in the comedies. Mm. And whoever else is in it with him is kind of the dopey one.
4: I guess so, but I've only ever seen him play the same character in every single film he's been in. So it's quite cool. Does it see. very
0: well, though. Yeah, he does. Maybe that's because it's him. Yeah, maybe <laughs> it's maybe like, he's playing he's himself.
4: Not, yeah, he's just playing Vince Vaughn in every film. And then there's another guy, and I forgot what his name is, but you'll probably... Sam Worthington. Yeah. Okay. From Avatar.
0: Yeah, I thought he was good. In his yeah, movie. it was nice to see him in a film again, because I quite liked him when he first sort of came out. Came out. I don't know if he's come out, guys.
4: Was it Vince Vaughn the villain? Well, not the
0: villain, but the nasty one. No, he wasn't... He It, it was, was the guy a, above him, wasn't it? No, no. Yeah, there was a few people who sort of, you could call... No, I wouldn't say, I don't know, villains. Right villain's a
4: strong word, but you know what I mean.
0: But there was a guy who was the same level as Andrew Garfield, who was the one who really laid into him. Yeah. The sort of guy he ends up in the field with, at the top for most of it. It
4: was such a tearjerker. Yeah. I absolutely cried my eyes out. But I quite, li- I'm, I quite like films like that, though. Yeah, it was just—it's a, it, a
0: great story. It's an unbelievable story as well. I,
4: I can't—I still can't believe that it was a true story.
0: Yeah, It has a little bit. It's kind of like a—it kind of has a classic feel to it in terms of like it's got a bit of everything. Like in terms of like romance and like just like the obviously it's a World War Two movie.
4: But then I feel like you needed that romance bit because I feel like that kept it a little bit more light hearted.
0: And also the relationship with his father and stuff like that yeah. that he has in it. It's just Hugo get who's great in it as well. Uh, who plays his dad. I thought thought he was excellent in it. It Um, it sort of comes to, like it goes from being a bad dad to sort of a good dad. You know, saving his day almost. Good movie. Very good
4: movie. And I would watch it
0: again. Good, because I've got it on Blu-ray, so...
4: (laughs) And as you would say, again and again and again. (laughs) No, maybe not many agains. (laughs) Um,
0: Number one movie.
4: Our number one movie.
0: I think I know what your number one, movie
4: I number one movie
0: is. I would be very surprised if it's not La La Land. It is La La Land. Yeah.
4: The, do you know what though? Even though I love musicals, I think you might have mentioned this in the last podcast when you were talking about your top tens. But I wasn't excited about this whatsoever. Yeah, I was more excited about this. Than I was you actually had... getting annoyed when I went to the cinema and I saw it advertised as one of the trailers. It was starting to like really get on my nerves. I'm sick of seeing this trailer. I'm sick of seeing this trailer. It's going to be crap.
0: You should say crap, <laughs> guys. Apologise for Amelia saying crap on the podcast. Um,
4: and yeah, I just—I oh, don't know whether I, I want to see this. It doesn't look like it's kind of my kind of musical. And then the first, the opening scene happened, and after about thirty seconds, I went to see it with my friend Ray, and we both just looked at each other, and I had the biggest smile on my face. I was like, "I am going to absolutely love this!" Like I knew straight away from that 30, those thirty seconds, it was going my kind of film, and I just loved it. And I really liked how he made it seem like old school, yeah. but in modern, in like present day. And I thought Emma Stone and um, Ryan Gosling were amazing in it. Like, that was where like my, my love for Ryan Gosling hit the it's, new level.
0: Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, I He's think Ryan good. made a good. I don't know if Ryan read this somewhere, or it was just something he came up. We said where he talked about it being like a love letter to to Hollywood. Oh, yeah, that's and I just, hard. and I was seeing him as well. It's like it's. I don't know how it was it, but it's such a beautiful movie to just to look at. Like yeah. all the scenes are shot really It's like dead pretty, and the scenes are a bit soft, but like it visually stunning. So it's no, it
4: really is, and like the cinemato- cinematography. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Like thanks,
0: you're welcome. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but I thought that like the whole just like the theme of the film, and even like when I was watching, it, I thought these costumes are amazing. Yeah, just, yeah. I know that's like, and His that's shoes. not something I would pick up on. <laughs> I was like, oh, she looks amazing. Seen at all the be but it was really good. It had great songs
0: with JK cameo as well. Yeah, I always appreciate, I always that.
4: appreciate a JK cameo. Yeah, I love the soundtrack, just love the film. Looking forward to uh, watching that again.
0: Nice. Hey, do you want to hit us with some honourable mentions? Oh,
4: yeah, my honourable mentions. I only picked a few, but um, Molly's Game, right, which was my fourth, get out and The Big Sick. Yeah. I don't want to pick too many. All, all
0: right, right, I've seen them now. The Big Sick's good, yeah. I really... That, that, I was struggling with that one as well,
4: because so I thought, oh, I kind of
3: want that to be in my top three as well, but...
0: Get Out must... Had you seen all the movies at the beginning of 2017, if someone gave you a, a list that like, a bunch of trailers to watch, and Get Out was one of them, did you think that would be,
4: be essentially, like, in your nope, top ten not movies? not for me. <laughs> Definitely not for me. Any, like... Even when I went to go and see it, I was a little bit nervous because I'm such a scaredy cat. Like, I hate anything slight. Like Matilda, I used to hide when Miss Drunchport was coming to find her in the house. That like, that's how scared I was.
0: Is that why that wasn't a favourite childhood movie?
4: No, it was one of my favourite <laughs> childhood movies. That was another potential with the song thing I was thinking about. All right. But no, I I did love that bit. I'm um, I'm a bit of a wuss. So I was nervous about seeing it, but I think because of the, it wasn't a horror; it was more of like a thriller type film, and I quite enjoy thriller films. Yeah, like, and, and the story was really fast paced, and the guy was great in it. I just loved it. It was such a like a unique. I watched story. a little.
0: We need to watch it again because I watched a little interview with Jordan Peele mm-hmm. where he answers things on Reddit. I think. And people are saying like, oh, such and such happened because of this. And he would say, yeah, that's true. Or they'd deny it. Some people would say, somebody said something, I can't remember what it was. But basically, they came up with this really good theory. And John Peele was just like, yeah, that's exactly what that means. Clearly lying. But he was just like, yeah, that's that's, that's true. I was aware of that the whole <laughs> time. But he says, like, I can't remember what whatever the character's girlfriend's name is in the film. He says, watch the film again and watch everything she does. He says like is everything she does has like a a meaning. So for example, like do you know how the bit when they're we're gonna be a wee bit of spoiler territory here guys, but it was right at the beginning of the year so Yeah. So fast forward two minutes. And then on the bit when they're driving towards like her mum and dad's house and they get pulled over by the police mm-hmm. and he the police officer wants to see his driver's licence even though he's not driving. Yeah. And it looks that. like she's protecting because he wasn't driving, but actually she doesn't want they may have a record that he was with them. Mm-hmm. Like, so if the police officer has his name...
4: When he goes
0: missing... Yeah. They'll know that it was yeah. with, like, a blonde girl. Yeah, it it was with her, because he already had her name. Oh. Uh, That's good, isn't it? That like, is good. Because it's, yeah, it's that was what that was brought up. He was, like, that true." and he says, he said, watch the film again and watch everything she does. Because so, oh. everything cute. she does has a different motive from what you think. Yeah. Around. Oh, it was really good. Creepy, like
4: seriously seriously
0: creepy. Uh um, anyway, we're moving on. Um you can do a couple of honorable mentions. Favourite movie of all time. Of <laughs> she's got the notepad out, guys, she's looking over it just to make sure she can she can get her answer.
4: Because I don't like
0: being put on the spot, so I knew I'd just
4: freeze if I had to try and think. Oh, that's good.
0: Right. Because okay. uh, I don't know if you remember, but when Craig did this, we made fun of him because he hadn't prepared it slightly.
4: Oh, I did a top three again.
0: Go for it. Do your top three.
4: No, Do, do three, and three and two.
0: Three and two can be your honourable mentions. Go quickly.
4: Mm, right. I'm going to go. The be- Probably the best film, I think. Is Pan's
0: Labyrinth. Wow, good movie.
4: Really good movie, and uh, watched the best
0: it. Best film or your favorite film?
4: But it's one of my favorite films.
0: Yeah, but that's what I mean. Though, like, it's just your favorite film. It's not the best film ever.
4: The best film ever.
0: It's, I'm no, I'm saying. I'm just saying it's not the best film ever. It's your favorite film. That's what we're saying here. Uh,
4: no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, because I can't say adopt that as everyone's. That's it's, not, it's just cuz that's what you said you went
0: best film pans Labyrinth
4: mm. all right favorite film pans Labyrinth if you've not watched it you should watch it yeah it is in spanish and there is sub- there are subtitles but i think it's just like at the time when i when i watched it we were studying about the kind of spanish history civil war franco regime so i was quite into all of the history with that um but the film's just amazing it's just a creepy fairy tale and it's really well made.
0: Yeah, it's fantastic. It's probably my favourite Del Toro movie. I remember you got me to watch it when we were still courting. Courting. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've only seen it once, but I remember like watching sitting down and watching it with you I absolutely loved it. I would I would agree with you. I think it's a that's a great movie. You should
4: watch the Devil's Backbone. Yeah. Which is like a prequel
0: deal. Let's do Sometimes
4: it. So yeah. And then I think Chef is my number two. Right. Again, I know it's not like the best film ever. It's
0: good, tangent. I like Chef. It's good. I don't know if it would be in my top one hundred movies, but
4: no. But do you know what? I don't know what it is about it, right? But th- when I saw it, I just fell in love with it. And I, every whenever I watch it, it makes me happy. I it's the bit in Texas
0: it. when they get the the meat at the they big barbecue the and they cut the meat in it. That's your favourite bit, isn't
4: it? I love that bit. I also love the bit when he's trying, like he's making loads of food at the beginning for that menu. Yeah. When the food critic don't show up and he cuts into that meat and it just looks amazing. So I think it's probably to do with my love of food, but I also kind of like the meat, the the soundtrack. Um. And yeah, it's a good, good soundtrack actually, it's a good soundtrack. Chef, actually. And it just makes me feel good watching it. So if I'm ever feeling a bit meh nah. I'll whack that on and I'll feel better. And then my third is Grease. Again, because it's the best musical for me. My favourite musical. Sorry, I keep saying best.
2: Right.
4: It's my favourite musical. Um, And again, I think it's just like growing up. My mum absolutely loved it. So I watched it from a really young age.
0: So I just, I think it's got that. Oops, I've just done something that's messed up. Guys, sorry have you hear the big horrible noise. I shifted the computer and it did something.
3: I many do this when you're interviewing
0: me? No, I do it all the time when I'm doing it myself as well. Have you not heard the noises. It's like a noise sometimes. Maybe just because we're talking over the top of it, you don't hear it too much.
4: Maybe. But yeah. But I would say the three mm. are interchangeable.
0: i <laughs> shouted down the <laughs> microphone there. Yeah, Grease is good. i guys. Grease reminds me of a... This is stupid, but to me, like in my head, Grease is like a Christmas movie. And no, no, get him. It's at hey, like Christmas. Yeah, like it was like because when you're when I was younger, like there was only so many movies on. Were, like it's not like now there's movies on, even on like like normal telly. There's tons of movies on at Christmas, like reasonably recent ones. Mm-hmm. But it was always like Grease and like Sunday the Italian we Job all. and all that. It was always those kind of movies that were on. Yeah. So I was sort of associated with Christmas time. Okay, cool. last question. You're a producer of a movie. You need to pick a director, you need to p- pick actors, at least two. What well, is the movie about as well?
4: Well, I'm going to get someone to write the movie for me, so I don't need to...
0: Yeah, but you have to have a general what it's about. Sort
4: well, of a... I picked a
0: genre oh, anyway. the again. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Cool.
4: So, I picked a genre. Yeah. Shocker. It's going to be a musical. <laughs> right. It's going to be Damien Chazelle's second musical. Right.
0: Good shout. like the choice of director.
4: But I don't want it to just be a carbon copy of La La Land. It needs to be something like innovative. It needs stand on its own. Yeah. So it's going to be completely different. Maybe like a different time, rather than like Hollywood. Maybe it could be like...
0: And the future. Mm. And space. No,
4: no. <laughs> it's getting too close to sci-fi genre then. I don't want that. I've not thought that far ahead of Winnie's, but I've got people who I want to be in it. Right. I've got quite a big list of people. i have trying to think of people who are good actors but also can sing. And I feel like I've got quite a good little. So, my main characters, the romance story is going to be between Emily Blunt and Chris Pine. Right. I enjoy them both as actors. I feel like they're not, like, huge stars. Mm. Well, they are, but they're not, like, they're not in everything.
0: No, no. Anyway, continue.
4: This is going to shoot them to like the next level of fame. I think
0: they're doing all right, Chris Pine and Emily. And they're going to be
4: like, <laughs> Leo. They're going to be okay, like, okay. First, first name. Right. They're not, like Beyonce, it's just going to be Emily. Chris. Chris. <laughs> like, you're not going to have to say the second name. That's how famous they're going to be. So They're the main characters. There's going to be some sort of love story going on. And a
0: musical. It. Doubt it.
4: Yes. Amidst lots of songs. And then I've picked some secondary characters. You're going
0: to say you'd picked songs, though. <laughs> <Like
4: I'm, laughs> and I'm just going to perform one of them for you right now. <laughs> I've been writing this all week. No, so my extra little characters. I don't know. Stop looking at my list.
0: I can't help it. You're... No, but you're looking at Come it. Come on, like, a stupid list. I'm not. Here
4: you are. It's sounding to... frowning it. <laughs> so I've picked... Jamie Fox. Well,
0: Ryan won't like that. Right, you've, Ryan's, you've ruled Ryan out straight away. He's never Why? going to watch that. He doesn't like Jamie Fox.
4: That's his problem. Yes. Ryan's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie well. Fox is the problem. <laughs> yeah, lots of
0: people would agree with that. Anyway, right.
4: Jamie Foxx is a good singer and he's right. quite a good acting. Anna Kendrick.
0: Yeah, like Ariana.
4: Kristen Bell. Okay. She's good
0: at singing. She's not like good that actor though.
4: She's like the little friend character. All she's right, a side good... character. Yeah, she's not one of the main. It's all about Emily and Chris. Like all right. I said. Luke Evans.
0: Yeah, I could like that one. That's purely good.
4: because of his performance in Beauty and the Beast. Yeah,
0: not like that. That's a good one.
4: James Marsden. I don't know if you'll know who that is.
0: Who's James Marsden?
4: I don't think you've seen anything he's in. He's what? in Hairspray. Right. He's in um, 27 Dresses.
0: Oh, not talking about He's in something else. Back he's on, in a he's Superman. In... So yes. Yeah. I don't know talking about it. But
4: he's... He's good at singing, and and Jennifer Hudson.
0: No, oh, I like I like she's Jennifer. She's gonna be like. She has to have a solo.
4: She yeah, she's like the best mate. And <laughs> right.
0: Emily,
4: because right. she needs to be like still a big part. But I I just didn't want to do a repeat of Girls, You know we need to keep it away <laughs> right. from like okay. these musicals. And then the last one, I don't know how he's gonna fit into it, but I want Tim Curry to be in it because I feel like. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how he's going to fit into the midst of this right. musical.
0: Why do you want Tim Curry in it?
4: Because he's great.
0: Okay. The finest in New York.
4: Rocky Horror Picture <laughs> Show. Yeah, that's Annie. True. Yeah,
0: right, okay.
4: He's, he's excellent in both. He's going to have to be like an uncle.
0: Oh, Emily Blunt's dad.
4: Yeah. Oh, Maybe like she wants to... Oh, no. I can't think of the storyline. This is why <laughs> right. I work in a shop. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
0: And I don't have the, a creative job. No, that's cool. Anyway, we'll wrap it up there. Thanks for doing that. Thanks for coming on. Sorry,
4: if anyone wants to take that story on and, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. make <laughs> D- it into a movie. If you,
0: Damien, if you're listening, yeah. get it done.
4: Please.
0: Anyway, thanks for doing that for us. It's alright. And I'll see you later.
4: <laughs> Bye. Bye.
1: <laughs> hey guys, welcome to Movie Friends with myself, Ryan, and my bit on the side, Sarah. How are you, Sarah?
3: by that
1: comment ah you know I love you
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, I was leaked from the room <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, anyway <laughs> so yeah we're just going to ask you a few questions um, we've done a similar thing with Craig back in the day so I'm just going to ask you a few questions about the movie or okay. uh, the movies that you love and like Um How have you been so far this morning, however?
3: Yeah, fine, thanks. How are you?
1: Loving life. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, We're both working later on today, so...
3: Yep, living the dream.
1: Buzzing for that. Um, So, yeah, as we've done before, we're just going to go through a few of uh, your favourite movies and ask you a few questions about movies and generally things like that. So, um, we'll crack on, get into it, and um, see how you fare, see how many wrong answers you have. Um, so first question up what was the first movie you saw at the cinema
3: I don't think I remember the first film I ever saw at the cinema but I do remember the first film I went to see by myself, Adult Free was um, what was it (laughs) (laughs) The Phantom Menace
1: (laughs) well that's quite a first movie to go see by yourself
3: I was a wee bit um, obsessed with how Natalie Portman looked in that film, and then I went home and tried to recreate the look, (laughs) (laughs) and tried to wear this as an everyday look.
1: (laughs) Nice, that's um, that's a great thought. That (laughs) Uh, so, how did you how did you enjoy it?
3: Um, I was nine at the time, (laughs) so (laughs) really enjoyed it. But um, I've watched it again recently after um, going to see the latest saga of Star Wars films and it doesn't even compare remotely.
1: Yeah. Uh, your image of Jar Jar Binks forever changed. I'm sure you were uh, a lover of full Jar Jar back in the day.
3: Me and Jar Jar have a thing going on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's interesting. I didn't know like Star Wars was your first real movie you went and saw by yourself. That's...
3: Yeah, and I also <laughs> took like a disposable camera in with me and tried <laughs> Tried to, tried to take photographs off. <laughs> oh, good. Like, I knew you weren't supposed to, so I was trying to do it on the fly as well.
1: <sighs> Piracy in its early days. <laughs> Just put all the pictures very close to each other, and...
3: and it was in 3D as well, but it wasn't like the 3D now. It was like the 3D <laughs> with the, white, uh, the red and the blue lenses. So it wouldn't yeah. even have looked good anyway in a photograph.
0: Wow.
1: Uh, well well that's a good start (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay Uh, well what then in that case what was the last movie you saw at the cinema Uh,
3: I went to see The Last Jedi the other night and it has changed my mind and blown me away in many ways
1: all about the Star Wars say
3: all about the Star Wars baby.
1: and what did you think about it
3: Um, I think it was one of the most epic films I've ever seen which is a lot, because we've seen quite a lot of films. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked just about every aspect of the film. I know you and I disagree slightly on some of the storylines going on. But, yeah, I felt like it was one of the best movies I've ever seen.
4: How does it
1: rank for movies this
3: year? I don't know if it's just because it's so fresh in my head, but I think it could be. Up there, in like in the top three, mm-hmm. possibly, I mean, the best film of the year. Should I go so far as to say?
1: <laughs> you could do, yeah, you could do. Um, so for, our, our, we're recording this after um, me and um, Robbie have done a a podcast and we ranked our favourite Star Wars movies. So, how would you place
3: this in your
1: favourite Star Wars movies?
3: Uh, what the, the last Jedi? Yeah. Um, it's it's yeah, I think it's my favourite so far. Out of all of them. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Interesting. I suppose you don't hold the originals quite as.
3: No, they look, look <laughs> they look a bit like your school play. <laughs> I know I'm going to get a lot of negative feedback for that one, but hey ho.
1: <laughs> yes, the internet will be crying out at that. Bring it on. <laughs> Um, okay, so in that case what was your favourite childhood
3: movie? Is Disney count? Yeah. Um, Alice in Wonderland is my favourite Disney but I think um, Greece maybe? <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> A perfect childhood movie. Yeah, I loved it. Promotes so many good things. Teenage sex,
3: <laughs> drugs and alcohol. <laughs> yeah.
1: When did you see that? In the pictures? Or like probably most kids at home whilst their mum was watching it?
3: Yeah, at home whilst my mum was watching it. I was are in the 80s, Ryan. <laughs> For <laughs> sake. What? It wouldn't have been in the pictures you know,
1: then. re-releases. We've seen it. Technically at the pictures we went to a drive through to see it. So.
3: Yeah, but I don't think there was such a thing as a drive-thru in the 80s. folk could barely afford a car.
1: But they but they had drive throughs in the movie and that was set in whenever.
3: Yeah, in America.
1: Oh, well. um, Alright, okay, so that's your favourite childhood movie. Moving on, what's the worst movie that you've ever seen?
3: Uh, we recently watched The Room. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best worst movie ever. I know that seems like a bit of an easy choice at the moment considering Disaster Artist is out now. Um, so everybody's kind of watching The Room just now. But um yeah, it's definitely the worst film ever, ever.
1: <laughs> Do you have a worst worst movie though?
3: Yeah that. <laughs> no, but
1: you seen that's your best worst movie and I understand that like the the production of it and everything is pretty awful, but it's so entertaining. It's got like obviously a big redeeming quality, but um is there anything you've seen that you've thought that was awful and you were so bored, like if you went to the pictures for example and saw it, you would have walked out, anything along those kind of lines, like you didn't, I know you didn't see when we last, or this year but like I, I've mentioned before in our, our last podcast that Baywatch was like, I was close to walking out and me and Robbie told you we went and saw the ring, or rings and it was awful, we actually walked out so has there been anything like that for you that's been so bad that you hated it and either walked
3: out or wanted to walk out Donkey Punch. I <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, what's that about? <laughs> Do I need to say any more than that? <laughs> yeah, tell us what it's about. <laughs> so, uh,
1: For all the people out there who might not have heard of it or seen it,
3: a uh, Donkey Punch is. <laughs> it's one of Ryan's favourite, actually, positions, so. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. You can edit that out. <laughs> Um, Donkey Punch is about a group of guys and girls who are out in a yacht, I guess, somewhere out in the sea and they're like getting a wee bit messed up with drink and drugs and all that stuff and then they start to have a wee bit of adult fun and one of the guys is encouraged to then punch one of the girls in the back of the head whilst they're doing it doggy style <laughs> and she dies! <laughs> So the the premise of the film is that we've got to try and figure out what to do next. It's literally the worst film you've ever seen.
1: <laughs> yeah. I've I've seen it once. I think it was on like film four a while ago and uh I was just like, What is happening? <laughs> it's one of those type of films.
3: Yeah, we um it was a long time ago saw it, but we saw it in the cinema and I had to get up and leave. I was like, This is the worst. Literally, not going to get this team back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a good choice. I like that. <clears throat> it's a very, very little talked about donkey punch and doesn't get the credit it deserves. <laughs> 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 uh, okay. Uh, so, uh, who is your favourite male or female actor, um, or both? So you can give us one, one of those, or both. Whatever
0: suits you, really. Mm.
3: I think it kind of depends on the mood that I'm in for the film, I mean if I'm looking for something a wee bit kind of more intellectual I would say Woody Allen is probably my favourite actor for that kind of thing but if you're talking like generic movie star I'd probably say like Leonardo DiCaprio. A female actress. And go and get a lot of flack for this one, but I think my female actress is Kate Winslet, so you can tell her that I'm a fan of the Titanic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> She's a massive fan. <laughs> it's it's quite bad. <laughs> We've watched a few times and she just sits there like mouthing away the whole time to the film. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um why do you think you'll get flak for that? What's what's wrong with Kate Winslet?
3: Not many people like her, and I think they think that she's kind of just mediocre, but I think she's one of the kind of most underrated British actresses. Um, there's quite a lot of films I've seen her in. I can't think of any offhand. I'll need to...
1: Well, I... I don't think... Um, I don't think that's... A bad answer, or you would get any flack for that. I think Kate Winslet's a a brilliant actress, and um, I, I, I love like a lot of the films she's in. Like one of the main ones that you kind of got me onto was um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Is that the right way around for those words? Um, I I loved her in that. Uh, and I think she is just pretty much an an all round great actress. She she has done some fairly bad movies, though. So, like. Those likes of the Divergent ones in that
3: movie Forty Three. Oh yeah, it's a classic.
1: <laughs> I've not seen it, but I've heard much of it. Um, so she, she has been involved with some stinkers, but I don't think there's there's not many actors that haven't at one point or another been involved in bad movies. Um, I think Leo's a good shout as well. Like we've mentioned before on our podcast, me and Robbie, that like he's up there as one of our favourite actors of all time. So. Again, I don't think many people disagree with that. Woody Allen's a bit hit or miss for me. Sometimes I like him and other times I don't. Um, like Annie Hall. He's so good in that. love him in that. But then I can't remember the, all the names of
3: them. You just don't like Diane Keaton.
1: I, I don't like her either, so it doesn't help. But um, there's some movies I've seen him in that I'm not keen on. And his wee shtick doesn't quite work for me. But uh, yeah, I think they're all pretty sound choices. I don't think be too many people disagree.
3: I think we need to reconsider this engagement, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Aye,
1: I think they're pretty good answers. I don't see why anybody would pick you up on anything you've said there, really. Okay, uh, so what is a film you haven't seen, but you've always wanted to?
3: Um, I think I'm pretty um, deliberate in the films that I watch. So any films that I haven't seen has probably been on purpose, and there's probably a good reason for it. Um, I think one of the films I probably should have seen that many kind of film buffs kind of go <gasps> I wouldn't hear that I've not seen it. It's like Reservoir Dogs or something like that. I think that's a film that you kind of should have seen by now. Yeah, I would say
0: so.
1: And I think probably a lot of people would agree Like with that, that it's a film like that and if you saw Pulp Fiction, or many, yeah. Yeah, um, Reservoir of Wild Dogs isn't my favourite tarantale film, but I would say it's probably a film that yeah, film buff people would be like, oh, "You need to see this film." So
3: you know nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> yeah,
1: one of those situations. So, um, but I think there's like loads of films that I've like in the past I've said to you, "Oh, have you seen this before?" And you've been like, "No." And Then I've been like just looked at you pure in disgust that you haven't seen them. Uh, so. I think there is plenty of films like that, and those type of films you would, like, I know you would love, but, and you probably would really enjoy Reservoir Dogs as well, but, um, it's just finding the time to watch a lot of them, isn't it? Yeah. Adulting. Aye, it's not fun.
3: Don't grow up, kids, it's a trap. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nothing else stands out to you, no?
3: Um, not off the top of my head, so I think I've go away and think about it, really, but like I say, I'm pretty deliberate in what I watch and what I don't watch. Next.
1: Okay. (laughs) Um. Right, okay. So in that case, favourite scene that you connect to a song?
3: Connect to a song.
1: So, like, A scene from a film that has a song playing, and when you hear that song, you think of the film.
3: Any Disney film ever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But nothing else, like an actual movie, so like Guardians, for example, if we, like if uh, I'm playing something like on Spotify or whatever, and I don't know, if for example, I can't think of any Guardians songs right now, oh my god. Cherry Bomb? Yeah, cherry bomb comes on. Do you not think of like that bit in Guardians when they're all starting to gear up and get ready for their battle? We um, oh my god, the bad My mind is total mush. This one. No, <laughs> no. Oh, Ronan, the Accuser. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. So like that's where my mind instantly goes. So, there's a, nothing else for you that stands out as a song that um, really like. Connects to a movie, so again, like for an example, Ferris Bueller in that. Oh yeah,
3: that's what you say to me Friday night <laughs> uh,
1: guys. This is like my life, living my Sarah is just constant smut. I'm just trying to live an innocent, simple life. Life
3: in the gutter.
1: So yeah, is there nothing else that you really you you can think of that stands out for you?
3: Um, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Thanks for that, Sarah. Good chat.
1: Um, okay, well, we'll move on from that. Uh, so, favourite Christmas movie?
3: I think mine might be a wee bit controversial. Not quite as diehardy, controversial, but. I don't know if it is really a Christmas film. It's just on at Christmas all the time. Uh, all of our twist.
1: Is that... Is that I don't know. Is that, I've, It's been a long time since I've seen it. Is it not set around Christmas time?
3: I can't remember. There's snow in it. At the beginning.
1: <laughs> well, it could be snowing during the summer, though, so...
3: Where? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, so it must be Christmas time. I, I can't remember there being any trees or gift-giving...
1: Back in the day, they didn't do that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> if you survived, that was your present.
3: <laughs> yeah, all of our twists, I think, is my favourite. It's a really good classic, and I actually haven't seen it in a really long time, so we might go watch that tomorrow when I'm off. Mm. Since it's Christmas and all.
1: Yeah, like, we've spoken about it before, and like, we, we personally have had discussions, like how I say, for me, Die Hard's my favourite Christmas movie. It's not a Christmas movie. And um, it's like set at Christmas time, it's got the Christmas spirit in it, but it's, not, it's not like your classic kind of Christmas movie, so I don't see any reason with that not being a Christmas movie, so same an over-twist. It's about a wee poor boy who's hard-kneed luck or whatever. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Understatement of the century. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I don't see why that's not a Christmas movie, so... I'll allow it. It will be accepted as an answer, Sarah. Yay! Um, Okay, so what... Well, we've kind of answered this a wee bit already, but what is your top three movies of 2017?
3: Not in any kind of order, because I find it really hard to choose in life. (laughs) Um, The Last Jedi... We saw Molly's game this year before it's even out yet, so I kind of want you to put that in there. Is mm-hmm. that allowed? Yeah,
1: you have seen it this year, so... Yeah.
3: Um, yeah, I think. I'm probably in my top three. Not any superhero films. Is that allowed on this show?
1: What, no superhero films? Yeah. <laughs> Aye, Robbie done it for his, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, you can have that if you want. It's wrong, but you can have that if you want. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I, I was thinking this last night when we were doing the podcast. Like, I don't know where Last Jedi fits in my top list but it's definitely up near the top.
3: Remind um, me, what's your top three?
1: Um, no, that's like, Logan was number
3: one. I liked Logan but I'm not really a massive fan of the X-Men. Mm-hmm. That's why I I like the X-Men, I just don't like it when Fox try and do the (laughs) (laughs) X-Men. So uh, yeah, Logan was really good, but um, I'm really, really happy to hear about the news that Disney have bought Fox.
1: Yeah, yeah, so they'll have control over the X-Men going forward and Fantastic Four. I remember how much you loved that, the the reboot of Fantastic Four, so... um, That was a
3: joy, a joy to watch.
1: So my top three was um, Logan, uh, La La Land and Dunkirk
3: I didn't really get the whole hype around La La Land when it first came out I've watched it since with you and yeah I do like it but I think I associate it more with you than I do thinking that it's a good film mm-hmm. do you know um, and Dunkirk yeah it was good <laughs> <laughs> It
1: was good. That's what they've got in the poster. <laughs> Sarah, twenty seventeen. It was good. Um, nothing else that stands out for you for this year.
3: Um, I like think before that I saw the last Jedi. I probably would have said like Baby Driver was up there. Mm-hmm. But um, since seeing the last Jedi, I think there's no going back now, really. <laughs>
1: Justice League not sneak it in there for you. Hell nah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. That's quite an interesting wee list. I don't think I would have picked that for you.
3: Was Split this year? I can see your your wee notes here that tells me what your top ten is. Split is number nine. Was was Split this year?
1: Yeah, that was early on this year. I thought
3: that was last year.
1: I've got a wee list of all the movies we have seen this year. Like La La Land was this year as well, which was, uh, like, I'd forgot when we'd actually seen it, to be honest. Um, but aye, that, that was um, this year, There's, that's a wee list of all the movies.
3: Silence, <laughs> that was... I had to go and lie down after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's quite a few belters on there, quite the a mummy. few stinkers as well.
1: Remember you loving the mummy?
3: Yeah, I quite liked The Mummy. What? Uh, yeah, genuinely did. Um,
1: no, it wasn't really fantastic. You really liked Death of Stalin as well, did you not?
3: Yeah, it's, it, the humour is quite on my street. It's like satirical, um, kind of classic British, Monty Python esque, maybe even carry on film kind of esque film. It's quite up my street, yeah.
1: Yeah, so we saw about thirty films this year roughly. Um so those were your your top three then I Okay. And you're content with that choice and you don't want to change it in any way. It's my prerogative to change
3: my mind whenever <laughs> I like.
1: Okay. Uh, so I biggie coming up here now then. So what is your favorite movie of all time?
3: No comment. <laughs> I don't think I want to say this, because I feel like I should apologise to the movie community for my favourite film ever.
1: But it's your favourite, so... What is
3: it? But it's terrible.
1: <laughs> terrible.
3: <laughs> it's terrible. Um, my favourite film ever is Eat, Pray, Love. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'll apologise, <laughs> but it, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> uh... It's such an inspirational film, it's about, I think it came out at a time where I kind of needed that film. So it was about a woman who, whose um, life kind of falls apart around her and she goes and travels to Italy, India and Bali to try and kind of find herself and yeah, it was right up my street at the time and it still is, but it was very rewatchable for me. And I really like Julia Roberts and all her teeth. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's what was going to ask. I wasn't
3: it? sure if it was Julia Roberts in that. Um, is that based off a book? Is that right? Yes, yeah, it's, uh, it's based off a book. I've not read the book because I, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like I kind of feel like the film speaks to me really well, so I don't really want to read the book and then have it be tarnished in any way for me. But genuinely, I would. Read a book, if it had a film attached to it, or vice versa. Like Harry Potter, love it. Films and books, <laughs> Lord of the Rings, love it. What else? Game of Thrones. That's not a film, but <laughs> I enjoy it immensely.
1: It might be a film at some point. Oh, talking about it,
3: yeah, I think um, that would be an absolute hit.
1: Who else is a neat pray, love? Anybody else big?
3: Yeah, him. What's his face? Oh, hi. <laughs>
1: Oh, he's amazing!
3: The guy that was the bad guy in the uh... Hans Gruber. No, <laughs> the guy was the bad guy in the uh... Skyfall. What was his name? Portuguese slash Brazilian guy.
1: Oh, Javier Bardem.
3: Yeah, he's like a bit of a hottie in it, considering that he's not that hot in real life. <laughs> you don't like him? Not really. He's not my type. But in... Wait,
1: did you like him in Skyfall?
3: Oh yeah, <laughs> especially when he took his teeth out.
1: Oh. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that, but I've still I don't think I've still not I've still not seen Skyfall start to finish I think I've seen bits in... I'm
3: out <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I've seen it in various orders and bits and pieces, obviously the wee bit where he's doing a workout, um, James Bond Yeah
3: I, know. I think that's more your fantasy than <laughs> you've seen it more
1: I get a bit sweaty during that scene myself
3: It's the bit where he's um, he's incarcerated and He's talking to Bond and he's saying how much like Mummy loves him, he's talking about M. And each M um, Bond guy has got like a cyanide tooth. So if the time comes that they'd crack the tooth and then they would commit suicide. So he cracked the tooth and it burned all his face away instead of killing him. Mm. So that's why like he takes away his teeth and half his face like melts. It's really good.
1: Yeah, I don't think I remember that bit at all. We oh. digress. <laughs> I wasn't as big a fan of Skyfall, I don't think, as most people were, for whatever reason. Um, okay, so finally, it's a wee bit of a kind of make-up-your-own-movie question, so uh, finally we want, me and Brian have um, decided we're going to start a movie company, we've invested a lot of money in it, and we want you to produce it. Um, so tell us who you would have to direct it, who you would cast in it. You can name as many people as you want, but we need to have at least two people in it. Um, and what genre it would be? So tell us.
3: Who's my target audience?
1: Whoever you want. We we want you to target whoever you want to target.
3: Um, I think I would like it to be a story of my life so far, a memoir, if you will. <laughs> A and horror would, story. <laughs> and I would like it to be directed by yeah, I think I'd like it to be directed by Sam Mendes, who directed the American Beauty. I really like his imagery when he's directing he portrays a really good stylized movie. So I think I would like that and then I'd like it to be written by with Allen, because I like his shtick, funnily enough.
1: <laughs> and cast in it, who's
3: who's in it? Um, I would like to be played by. <laughs> I would like to be played by either Jessica Chastain or Karen Gillen, who is in the new Jumanji film, and is also the she Nebula Yeah, yeah, she's uh, Nebula from Guardians of the Galaxy. Only because they have red hair, but Caden probably because she's Scottish. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But we know that uh, Jessica Chastin can put on a bright Scottish accent, so um so she'll be able to play you perfectly.
3: Yeah. For anyone that doesn't know what we're talking about, go and watch The Huntsman.
1: No, what's it
3: is it called The Huntsman, the second one? I think so. Okay.
1: Anyway, yeah, if, go and see one of the Huntsman films. The first one's alright, actually. I don't mind the first one with uh, Christian Stewart in it. Have you seen that oh, one? Yeah, that's
3: the that's Snow White one.
1: Yeah, it's the same thing.
3: Yeah, no, but the sequel, I think, was just called The Huntsman. Oh, was it? Ah, uh, and it had Jessica Chastain trying to display her awesome character acting.
1: <laughs> yeah, to be fair, there was a couple of bad accents in it, was there not? Um I remember who else but there was no
3: need for her to be scottish in it like really really was not any needs that like, you had plenty of people with just their normal accents or american pretending to be american and whatnot and here she comes on with a terrible accent eh?
1: <laughs> yeah it was pretty pretty horrific we had people like we went and saw the pictures and it was just people laughing like the whole way through it and just because of the accents it was pretty bad did we walk out of that actually did we stay for the full of that
3: I think we might have walked out. I don't think I remember the end.
1: Yeah, don't know, but it was pretty bad. So, okay. So, who's going to be cast as your your leading man in your life? Who's your leading man in this film? Who do I look like?
3: <laughs> can I have Leonardo DiCaprio? Just because, yum. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you're um, not playing you in this film, so.
3: I know, but I can be there watching.
1: Okay. But you're going to maybe say, like, Carol Pilkington or something like that?
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I not think if the whole film would take on a different tone at that point.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, and what genre would it be? What type of movie are you going to
3: have? I think because it's going to be directed by Sam Mendes and written by Woody Allen, it's going to be kind of a dark humour. Be quite a dry humour comedy thing because mm-hmm. who doesn't love a laugh?
1: <laughs> all right, yeah, I think they're all again pretty good choices. Um, Sam Mendes is an interesting one, I wouldn't have seen you picking that, um, but again, it's a good choice. He's done a lot of good movies in the past, so uh, yeah, that's a good shout. Uh, and obviously, your actors are, are all good actors as well, so I'd be
3: interested in seeing that. Questionable.
1: Um. So, no, that's good. Um. Oh well. Thanks very much for doing that, Sarah.
3: Thank you very much for having me, Ryan.
0: Okay. So
1: we'll just get back on with the rest of the show. Want to say bye.
3: Bye. Bye.
0: Hey guys, welcome back. Hope you so enjoyed both the movies with friends with myself and Amelia, and with Ryan and Sarah there. And so now we're going to move on to our favourites, and. Because of that, because Star Wars came out this week with Return of the uh, Return of the Jedi, it didn't. <laughs> Return of the Jedi did not come out this week. The Last Jedi. Um, we thought we would do a sort of Star Wars like kind of special. Um, so we're going to instead of just saying what our favorite is, we're going to we're going to do our order of favorites. So I guess we could do how many? Is there? nine? Nine movies. Yeah, we could do uh... nine to there's ro Rogue yeah. One. So nine. So doing nine to one, I guess you just want to alternate, right? Go one each. Aye. Do you want to go first? What's your least favourite Star Wars movie?
1: So my least favourite is Attack of the Clones. Um yep. And I didn't mind it. It's, it's an alright film, but it's just by no means great. There's a lot of bad stuff in it. Nah. Um but... It
0: is garbage.
1: <laughs> See, generally, I, I'm more favourable to all the... I don't mind the... the prequels probably as much as what most people do there. still like compared to the rest of the Star Wars films are fairly
0: awful. Is this but... the one where they had the big fight in the arena? Yeah aye that was pretty bad mm. yeah so the acting is pretty well, awful as well whatever you like it <laughs> what's yours? The same aye it is a rotten. Unanimous <laughs> yep yeah. what is your number 8?
1: My number eight is Phantom Menace. Um, I'd considered actually making this, um, or p- bumping this up a spot, just purely for um, the theme in it, the theme tune, oh my god, what's it called? Oh. Score? Yeah, there's uh, a song like the, this, when you've got the three-way fight going on with Oh yeah. qui oh, yeah. and... Obi-Wan and Darth Maul. Uh, uh, I can't remember what it's called, Dances with something, or I can't remember, but anyway. Yeah. Dances with Wolves. Fate, dances with Fate, that's what it that is. Uh, so yeah, purely for that, I almost put it up, but no, nah, it's again, pretty awful. Young Anakin, my god, kills me, so um, aye, uh that's my number. eight. You know, that's two. a kid
0: from Jingle all the way. It is, yes. I never noticed it, I never really, I don't know why I never clicked before, I was watching Jingle all the way the other week, and that's oh, like we Anakin, <laughs> as whiny as in this is, as he is in Star Wars. <laughs> yes, I'm the same. I've got the Phantom Menace as well. I think, uh, yeah. I mean, without um, obviously it's the introduction of Jar Jar Binks.
1: Oh God!
0: <laughs> this the the despair in your voice there, right? <laughs> when you said that, yeah, yeah awful but but you're right the, the, the fight scene at the end is pretty good and up and at that point was the best lightsaber fight scene we had seen
2: uh-huh.
0: so that I mean for that alone I guess that's a redeeming quality um, I'll go to my seventh which I believe will be the same as Revenge of the Sith um, I think maybe the last part of this movie was it maybe the last 30 minutes of it is pretty good uh huh um, I actually really enjoy that. From when Anakin fully makes that switch to the dark side, um, I actually enjoy. I enjoy Revenge of the Sith from there on.
1: Yeah, ah, it's really good. Just because it's like a lot It's quite brutal when he's murdering yeah. the younglings and all that. And, yeah, definitely. Uh, and then you've got the um, the fight on Mustafar. Um, all in all, it's a, a good wee sequence and some of the best stuff from all three of the prequels.
0: Yeah, definitely. What's your number four or number s- six. five? Five. 5 uh, aye. Six. You 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 go. Six. You do this one. Number my number six is Return of the Jedi. Oh really? Um, it used to it would have been it would have been a New Hope, but but Rogue One's flipped that all on his head for me. Um, Return of the Jedi. I would say though that Return of the Jedi maybe two different reasons my two favourite scenes in the whole of Return of the Jedi from the whole of Star Wars, one's in Return of the Jedi and one's actually in The Last Jedi I won't talk about that because we're not doing spoilers but the Return of the Jedi the scene between the Emperor and, and Luke and Darth Vader at the end um, I absolutely love that that whole when the Emperor's trying to get Luke to, to come over to the dark side I, I love that scene, it's one of my the most satisfying scenes for me in in the whole of Star Wars. Um, but the film in, in general is is good. But uh, yeah, that's what would be there for me.
1: Hmm. Oh well, uh, Mings is what yours was going to be. So Mings is new hope. Um, in there. Um, I always remember seeing this for the first time on VHS way back in the day. Um, I just loved it from the day I saw it, but. Just unfortunately, there's a lot of ones above it that I love more. So
0: yeah, yeah, um, yeah. My one above it is a new hope, and that would have been that would have been in Return of the Jedi. But I found a new love for it ever since Rogue One's came out. Yeah. Um. I I hadn't. I for those who don't know, I'm I'm quite new to being a Star Wars fan. Um, it was really the Force Awaken that made me a fan of Star Wars, and. I had watched them. I watched them all about a year and a half before the Force Awakens comes out. I think for the first time, and not I'd seen the for some reason I'd seen the prequels, and I think that's maybe what put me off Star <laughs> Wars in general because I, I wanted to watch them, and I decided to do it in chronological order. Oh
2: dear!
0: Instead, I go <laughs> back and forth, um, it, and I liked I liked them, but I didn't think they were that great except from Empire, which we'll obviously talk about. But when I watched Rogue One, and then I think when you watch Rogue One and then watch A New Hope straight after it I think it's so good mm. and even just a scroll see when you're reading a scroll of A New Hope ha- having just witnessed Rogue One it just, I don't know, it took on a new something new for me when I watched A New Hope
1: Yeah, it does um I'd posted like during the week. I think it was earlier this week, or I can't remember if it was last week. But I'd just had a bit of spare time, and I've stuck on Rogue One, and then uh, a new hope, and that the two of them like it, they do like make a perfect be like companion piece like for for each other. So yeah, um, very much enjoy it, and that kind of leads on to my next film, which is so your new hope was uh, your number five five, uh, one, two, three, four, five, yeah, so, <clears throat> yeah, so leading on to that then, so my number five is Rogue One, oh, um, wow. and this is, like, when it's all really tight for me, like, some of them probably could change depending on how I was feeling on any one particular day, but, yeah, uh, yeah loved Rogue One, watching it the other day there really reminded me how much I did love it, Um, and it's very different from all the other Star Wars films, yeah. Um and as much as i are just saying there that it's a good wee companion for, a new hope, it's still it's like a very different film from New Hope. Yeah. Um, but purely for like that last five minutes with Vader, like oh my days, yeah. I
0: said, yeah, I've got top three favourite scenes. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know how I forgot about that. <laughs>
1: Uh, so aye, uh, Rogue One is my number 5 of all the Star Wars movies
0: cool um, my number 4 just like what you said there from 4 to 1 I could I could really change these and, and the next one it might maybe once I see it again I'll change that but uh, I've went with The Last Jedi for number 4 Um, I loved it I thought it was fantastic as I said it's got one of my favourite scenes in, in the whole of Star Wars um, I think it has the best acting in any Star Wars film particularly Adam Driver I think in my opinion he's a cut above the rest of anyone who's been in Star Wars because mm-hmm. as good as the, the the originals are some of the acting at times is a bit yeah it's a bit ropey <laughs> to, to say the least <laughs> And and that's something I really appreciated in it. Um, I also think Daisy Ridley's upped her game and her acting ability as well. Yeah. Uh, and 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 even the even the side character like the sort of kind of main characters like Finn and Poe. I think they're all great at acting. It's like like Oscar Isaacs and John are great at acting as well. And so I think I think it it really benefits from that this film. Even the, the Irish lad that plays General Hux, what's he called?
1: Uh, Donald Gleason. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Last Jedi
1: I, is my number four. Um, I would probably agree with everything you says there as well. Um, I th- I think Daisy Ridley's came along the most. Like I think Adam Driver's just generally yeah. a great actor and has been for a while now, but D- she's definitely came along in this movie and. Done a lot better, um, than what she had in the previous one. I've not really seen her in anything else. I can't really compare too she's much.
0: A, she's in modelling in the Orient Express. Aye, uh, yeah. I um, saw that. She wasn't great. She wasn't bad. but No one was great in that though. Like <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer's in it. Uh, Kenneth Branagh's in it. Do you know what I mean? And neither of them are great in it, but
3: mm-hmm. they're
0: not terrible either. So it's just one of those films where she she does a serviceable job. <laughs>
1: Um, but yeah, some of my—I think—some of my favourite Star Wars scenes are probably in The Last Jedi. There's some stuff in it that's just kind of goosebumpy moments. Um, so again, won't talk too much more about it. But yeah, I, would, I very much enjoyed it goose, as
0: well. Goosebumps is the right—the right word. Particular <laughs> scene I'm thinking about, and you know which one I'm talking about. Aye, like aye. I, I like—I oh, was just. So excited when I watched that scene, it was so good.
1: I uh, mean, Darth Vader came back and cut off Luke Skywalker's yeah. head,
0: and then Han Solo returned and he cut off Darth Vader's head. <laughs> 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 was that what? So, what was about... your number four? Sorry, was it The Last Jedi as well?
1: Nope, no, oh. so my number four is Return of the Jedi. All um, right. so yeah, like the stuff you were talking about earlier on with uh, like the the end when you've got the Emperor, Darth Vader and Luke yeah. all having a wee chat. Um that whole scene is brilliant and like the subtle stuff from it as well, like um the bit when he's like he's conflicted and you don't know if he's gonna turn yeah. to the dark and just, side. Even just been...
0: him being dressed in black as well. Yeah,
1: but then the wee bit flaps open and it's white underneath, like yeah. the subtle stuff like that is so good, isn't it? Um all the the battle stuff and everything in it. Um, it's got Ewoks, so come on, guys. So Ewoks
0: on the Ewoks thing. Like I don't know about you. I remember watching. Is it spaced? And they don't yeah. like Ewoks. Aye. And this time, I think it's a, as I said, I said like about a year and a half, two years before Force comes out, I watched Star Wars. I had seen. Parts of them before because my dad watched like the original Star Wars and had them on. Ewoks were one thing I remembered from them and remembered liking because I liked the gummy bears. <laughs> 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 so I've never had an issue with the Ewoks the same way, the same way other people do.
1: Yeah, I don't have an issue with them, but I understand why people do, and I yeah. don't. They, they, they don't make sense like in that they meet they sort of beat um. Metal mechanical machines with sticks and stones, like <laughs> none of that should make should should happen at all. So it's like the stuff we um, Rogue One that bothered me with that uh, Chirrut and we um, like knocking out Stormtroopers with a stick. I was like, mm, whatever. They're, they're wearing armor.
0: So. Uh, he's one with the Force, so <laughs> back <laughs> off. <laughs> so I'm yeah, one with but... the Force, and the forces is with me. <laughs> Best character on, uh,
1: the whole of Star Wars. Maybe not the whole, but no, yes. certainly one of the best. Um, so, but anyway, aye, that's my number four. Um, my number three. I'll just quickly jump on because we've mentioned that. Is eh, no sorry. Ah oh, no 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 sorry. I've jumped ahead. I've apologise. Um, uh, Jedi's is my number three. Sorry. What's <laughs> uh, your number four, four? Four is Force Awakens. All right for me. Um, so we've spoken about that. We've uh, not, we've did, not spoke about we've not spoke about that. that yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so again, I'll just briefly touch on it, but um, it was a film that had like a lot of hype. Obviously, given the fact it'd been years since the last Star Wars, and we were getting like the Holy Trinity back and all the rest of it. So um, I, I, it was a film that had a lot riding on it, and I feel like it met all expectations and. I loved it. Like I sat in the theatre that time, just like grinning. I think pretty much the the whole time, and it had a bit of everything in it as well. Um, and it didn't have some of the flaws, which it's kind of surprising, given that the follow ups further on. But I don't feel like it had as many flaws as what the Last Jedi did. Um, but uh, yeah, I've I thoroughly enjoyed it. Loved everything about it. So it's my number four.
0: Um, my number three. Now, if there's any Star Wars fans out there, this is probably where. in if we were somewhat a popular podcast, right, this is where we would lose loads of listeners. My number three is "The Empire Strikes Back," <sighs> which I understand is considered the best Star Wars film generally for for most people. Um, and whilst I, I think it probably has the best plot um just just for me the, the the two i've got above it were the two movies that really made me fall in love with this franchise and and want to like watch the the, the not so much the prequels but the originals again like mm-hmm. over and over again and 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 sort of get really like involved in the sort of lure and of, of Star Wars the empire strikes back is just a good movie like because cause my problem with the pre- the sorry, prequels, the originals was was always the acting and always the fact that they were a little bit dated because I had I didn't have that connection to them as a kid but even even though it that that has the same problems with with that the story's just so good that you can overlook all those things as a, as someone who's watching it fresh mm mm-hmm. um and so it's great and I mean I obviously already knew that Darth Vader was Luke's father, so I'm I I don't I never even got that like that moment. I never you've got to experience that moment as loads of other people do, like the the biggest reveal in the history of movies. But it's just such a great movie and um yeah. It, but like I said, my four to one uh, and we say this all the time about movies, they they really could they, they could all shift about easily. Yeah, um, but yeah, that was my number three. Number two is just what you were just talking about. this Force Awakens, um, and the reason for that is like that's my Star Wars. That's that is the one that for for most people, and I think you're including this, like Star Wars for them is a new hope. Like the most people experienced it in terms of watching those films before, and, and obviously I did as well. But I never grew up with them, and and so. The Force Awakens is the is the one that got me to to love this franchise, and then go back and rewatch them. And I don't know. So if I watch the the originals through a different lens than what I watched them before, if that makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I would. I can understand that if it's been something you've not. Um you've not seen anything of it before, then...
0: Because one of the problems people have with The Force Awakens was that it's very similar to A New Hope, Aye. And, and which it is. I, I understand that. But I didn't have this big relationship with the New Hope. Mm-hmm. And so The Force Awakens to me was just, like... I imagine I felt similar to what pe- a lot of people felt when they were watching A New Hope for the first time.
2: hmm so. Yeah.
1: Aye, it's, as you say, it's it's because it's of your generation, like, Force Awakens, like, essentially. Um, I saw start like, I knew hope when I was, the don't know age I would have been, like, must have been ten or something, I'm not too yeah, sure. But, uh, and most uh,
0: people are at that age did, but for whatever reason, I, I just stayed away from Star Wars. Aye. Foolishly. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: So that was your number two?
0: Yes. Uh, your, number so, man, two, your number two surprises me. What? Last Jedi? Yeah,
1: yeah. I know, and as much as like I'm saying, that there's one big issue with it for me. It's there's too much good stuff in it. Like yeah. there's so it's not it's not a spoiler to say that there's three storylines yeah. running through the film. Um, two of them. Fi- most films have yeah multiple storylines. Two of them absolutely love, uh, and uh, the third one is just a bit boring for me. Um yeah. but it doesn't take away enough for me to, to not love the film. Um and as we've mentioned some of some of my favourite scenes are in The Last Jedi. Um and it might be just because it's fresh and I've just seen it today again and um riding a wee bit of a highway but um it's definitely a film that it's got a lot of rewatchability, I think. Yeah.
0: Um uh, especially the, the, the main storyline. Mhm. Is unbelievable. Yep. I think it's. I think it is. Yeah. I think it in terms of just that one particular storyline. It's the best storyline in Star Wars. Yep. Um, it's done. One. It's done so well. Um, I, I know the. I storyline you're talking about. We've discussed it. You're not it on, but I think maybe what what then holds it together for people who feel that way that like like most films, they all all the storylines come together at the end. And so, I don't know, do you, do you think even that third one has a redeeming quality in that sense?
1: No. No? No. No. Nah. <laughs> not funny. at all. I feel like the third storyline is a bit pointless, and if you took it out, I don't know that it would have a great impact on the overall story. Um, and, yeah, i am not saying too much more about it, but... sure i generally feel like you could take it out and it wouldn't really impact the the overall story of the, the film so um but overall as i say loved it and it's very high on my my list and as I mentioned earlier on it would probably be um in my top i don't know what top where it would fit in my top 10 exactly but it'd definitely be high up i think
0: so yeah. cool. my number two so we can we both know each other' my my number one rogue one Yours is obviously... i have lost track of yours, to be honest, so... Um, I'd forgot, but aye. Uh, rude. Hey, I? Yours is Empire yes. Strikes Back. Yes,
1: the correct answer.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, just... I, I, I just loved Rogue One. Aye. Um, it, and I think I, the reason I like it is because it... You, you're right, it is different from the other ones, but it's very much in that world. And... It makes me excited for what other spin-off movies we could get because it, there's no jedis that feature in that film, and it's still amazing. Mm-hmm. Like the 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 world of Star Wars is still like really intriguing, and and you want to, there's so much. Um, I don't know, just so many things that that you can find out about, and like develop more and I, I want to see more of that sort of world and I, I can't pronounce the character's name what's the character called again Jared Emma yeah Emma. I, I absolutely loved that character mm-hmm. um, I liked Jen as well I liked um. what's his name Cassian yeah I thought Cassian was brilliant as well I just loved it I thought it was a great film yeah. Ben Ben Mendelsohn's brilliant in it as well.
1: Yeah, I I think this is probably like what you were saying about some of the other films is this this film probably has the best acting cast. I think um, yeah, maybe it's up there. the most amount of talent in the the cast.
0: Yeah, personally, it, yeah, I, I know so that's fair, That's fair. I'd maybe have to think about that in the Last Jedi. In terms of you do have some performances. I, I mean. The last Jedi is definitely Mark Hamill's best performance in, in terms of acting. Yep. Uh, I think. Um but at the same time both him and, and uh, Carrie Fisher at uh, times show they're they're not the best actors. Mm-hmm. Um but you're right, there's there's not many people in the only one I don't like in Rogue One is um in, in his acting is what's his face? Forrest.
1: Uh, a, oh yeah! A, oh
0: yeah! Absolutely! I cannot stand that. His character in Rogue One. Right. Awful! 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 <laughs> I didn't like it, Ryan. I didn't yeah. like it. Anyway. I think that's us for today, isn't it?
1: Yes. Well, as you mentioned, my number one's Empire. So we we'll briefly spoke about that. But
0: uh, tell the people why you like it so much.
1: Just all I wanted to say was like when you were talking about the Darth Vader moment, like I did have that moment because again I watched it when I was a kid and I didn't know about
0: yeah. spoilers
1: weren't a thing back in the day, so I had that like gasp moment for the Darth Vader stuff. But I love everything in that movie, like the the start. I think that's why probably I like that there, there is elements of it that are echoed in Jedi or Last Jedi where Like Hoth is a lot like. The planet they end on at the, end of, it's not spoilers, but the place at the end at, at the end of um what's it called? Last Jedi, I think are similar places, and there's like kind of similarity between the two films in a lot
0: of aspects. It's like the many many spoiler guys, like the the last planet they're on in the Last Jedi is covered in salt, mm-hmm. and it's like red salt, isn't it? Yeah. And it makes for some fantastic colour schemes, like... Aye. It, 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 it's, it like, it's just so beautiful to watch, and, like, it. it's it's such a visual, like, treat for your eyes, it's so good.
1: I think, again, this is a very minor, I, I wouldn't say the spoiler, but one of my favourite uses of red in this film, like, red's quite a prominent colour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of my favourite uses is just a backdrop for someone or for a character do you know who I'm talking about? I think so where things happen
0: yeah yeah now, I think I know uh, what you're talking about we'll talk about it in five minutes yeah, once we're off but that's, off. that's
1: like one of my favourite UCs. like I love that that whole area it's so good yeah yeah,
0: yeah. that means it it's good good film get it watched people go to, go to the cinema to see it it should be seen at the cinema in my opinion it, it, it is it, it's absolutely fantastic Yeah. Um, cool, um, very long show today guys um, I think we're over two hours so you're going to probably, what you, if you've listened to it all the way through then um, you are our hero and <laughs> I'd imagine most people have listened in stages please follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at moviepodders as well as download the Stardust app and so you can catch all our reviews, we will post them on Twitter but I think you can maybe engage with us more if you download the app. Uh, Ryan's put all of his top 10 movies of all time up there on Stardust and they're all on Twitter, so give them a watch. I think I've got four more to do. Mm-hmm. I have just tried recording my fourth movie of all time about 10 times and it just keeps messing up. So I'll try and get it up. We'll both we'll both put up a Star Wars review at some point as well. Yeah, uh, And hopefully we'll be able to do a Star Wars spoiler review for you too. Cool. Thanks for listening um, and we'll see you sometime next week. Bye.